Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and ACDC in Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and cold today with a high of 21. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 31. It is 18 right now in downtown Springfield. Jesus, we have got to get the Super Bowl moved to Saturday. This, yeah, com- I, you this, know, this, this coming in on Monday after the Super Bowl is, is, is killing me. I, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I, I actually uh, I, I was in two different places. And then I went back to my house, like, during halftime. Because right. I really didn't care about the show because I could see it later on uh, online. And uh, and I'm, like, up till like, 11 o'clock. Like, this isn't this isn't normal for people who come in here this early in the morning. No, this is and, ridiculous. And with that much uh, adrenaline coursing through your veins, who can just fall asleep right away? I can't. I can't either. Not me. We'll be talking to uh, Scott Cohen after 7 o'clock about last night's game. Uh, yeah, uh, Scott Cohen, who apparently... Uh, is too tired. I- I'm sorry. He's I- not. He's not going to be on. He's going to be on. Yeah, but he's he- just going to be on the phone well, that's, because that's it's you know what that's all for the best, yeah. frankly. I'm sorry. I was doing my nails last night. I can't come in. <laughs> my, it's going to take long to dry. It's going to take time for me to set my hair. I got to put it under that little light at the uh, nail salon. So uh, yeah, Scott Cohen coming up after seven o'clock, and there's some other stuff too, as you can uh, very well imagine. I have no idea. I mean, the Super Bowl was the biggest news of the weekend. Pretty much. Yeah. That's all so, I saw. That's how I did, too. It's 535 and Rock 102. Is I-91 icy? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Thin Lizzy on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 21. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 31. It's 18 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, by the way, uh, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, Steve. I forgot to bring uh, you my Valentine or any of the candy I had. Uh, that's okay. I'm going to buy you candy tomorrow like I will for my girlfriend because everything is half price. You know, that's the reasonable way to do it, yeah. I think. You know, why spend full price? Like, even flowers tomorrow will be cheaper than they are today. It's not that uh, I I love you half. It just means that I'm I'm uh, you love frugal. me. Ha- I'm frugal. You love I'm, me half off. Yeah, I'm very frugal. Yeah, no, I understand so that. Cheap. Uh-huh. That's okay. Well, that's okay. no problem with that's that. That's okay. Hey, what do you say we hop into some Hollywood trash with Steve and Nate the Rock? Well, the Super Bowl kicked off with Mary Mary singing "Lift Every Voice and Sing." I. I can't pronounce her name. Jane Iko? How do you spell? How do you say that? I really don't know. Uh, she did "America the Beautiful" and Mickey Guyton sing, singing the national anthem, and Billy Jean King doing the coin flip. Uh, looked like Billy Jean King's mom was out on the field doing that coin flip, didn't you think? Well, how old do you think Billie Jean's supposed to be? Well, I don't know. I just I haven't seen her in a while, and I just thought, uh, you know. Dude, uh, she was a tennis player I, in the 70s. I know, but then when you haven't seen somebody in years, and then they automatically pop up, you're like, ooh. Damn. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you were expecting some sort of swimsuit model uh, to go out there, or even to go out there in her own tennis outfit. But that's, uh, you well, know, she's, a, she's an elderly woman now. That actually would have been a better scene. Maybe. Billie Jean King now, coming out in that tennis outfit. <laughs> Move over, Kelly Reardon. I don't think, I think okay. we got a new celebrity to gawk over. Uh, anyway, uh, Jenny Iko. I, I, I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. Uh, America the Beautiful. Then Mickey Guyton with the National Anthem, which I thought was very well done. That was I good. thought she did, she did a great job. Uh, and if you had money on it, USA Today says it lasted a minute and 51 seconds, and NBC briefly confused the two ladies. Yeah, apparently they put the uh, the wrong uh, 
the wrong graphic up. Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah. Well, hey. But I, to be, in, in all fairness, I didn't really know who they were either. I didn't either, but uh, but I I was like, um, I don't think that's right. Like yeah. I I knew there was something off when that when that happened. But anyway, by the way, uh, uh, yeah. just so that we're all on the same page here, Billie Jean King is seventy eight years old. Yeah, and while she looks like everyone's uh, you know uh, kindly old grandma yeah. at seventy eight, thinks she's looking pretty pretty handsome. A handsome lady. She's, she's a, a handsome, handsome woman. I don't know if handsome is. All the right. way women want she, to be then described. Let me, then let me say she is yeah. a lovely woman at the age uh, of 78. Uh, and yes, she did practice that coin toss ahead of time. I, of course I, she I did. I was kind of wondering that. Like, do they have to... Is that in like the NFL rule book that they're allowed to change those rules to let somebody else do the coin flip versus the efficient? Well, they've been, they've been uh, doing a, a celebrity coin flipper for years but that's what i mean i'm like is, that must be like one of these things that they had to put in the rules because technically you have to follow every single rule it's still a I'm professional sure, game i'm sure billy jean was yeah. uh, briefed on the rules uh, she's good at following rules uh yes she is she's very good now you get a guy like uh what was that other guy who used to swear a lot John McEnroe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a guy like him. He'd be swearing up and down all over the place. He'd be swearing up and down. He wouldn't even get that coin. I he'd, be, even... he'd be ejected before the coin even flipped. I'm not even sure I'd even give him a coin. No, Flip I... it or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, as any football fan knows, this is where the game usually starts, but not this time. Not in L.A., my friends, with The Rock. What was that all about? I don't really have any idea. And you know what? It... Uh... I'm glad I'm not the only one who felt wildly uncomfortable about him being there. I mean, being there is fine, but introducing it just yeah. felt like, well, can we just get to some football, please? The uh, the consensus is that uh, it was a weird choice, but it worked because he was getting everybody pumped up. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. You don't need the rock to pump you up. Uh, the rock can kind of do this thing in his sleep, though. You know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he does do it in his sleep. When he, of course, when he was the pro wrestler, it was part of his job to stand in the middle of tens of thousands of people. Well, right. 10,000 people at a time. <laughs> uh, wouldn't it, it be great if, if, if the rock you know, did that whole thing, but then took a, uh, like a folding chair and then whapped Roger Goodell upside the back See, with it? That would have been a better Super Bowl intro. We'd, st- we'd yeah. be talking about that for mm-hmm. months. Absolutely. Here's some good news. The relationship between Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had uh, has been strained for years, but they're best friends again. Well, that's a relief. Yeah, it all started when Mike wrote the script for the first Wayne's World movie. He basically ignored Dana's ideas and relegated his character, Garth, to, uh, to a supporting role. Then, when Mike made Austin Powers, he kind of borrowed Dana's impression of their SNL boss, Lorne Michaels, for Dr. Evil. There you go. I didn't know that. That he that he had stolen that. I've heard time and time again that Mike Myers is kind of a jerk. Yeah, that's that's not new uh, information. That Dana Carvey is actually a very nice guy who uh, said, "Okay, you know what? Uh, maybe enough is enough." Did you watch that documentary about Dana Carvey show? Yes. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was too. really good. And they're like, uh, you know, oh ABC, we're just going to give Dana Carvey whatever he wants to do. That was the worst mistake they could have made. Uh, Danny says, quote, we've become very close friends. The only thing uh, about getting old is you just sort of get a little more wisdom. You get a little more perspective and you practice forgiveness for others and for yourself. So at least they're going to be okay. So 
Congratulations. Well, there to you that. go. Uh, what was it? Eminem. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going back to the Super Bowl. This stuff is all over the place. Are you okay with that? Yeah, it's fine. Eminem knelt during his Super Bowl halftime performance, even though there were rumors he wasn't supposed to. But they... The- they knelt in your mouth and not in your hand. Ah, look Thank at you. you. I'm going to be here all week, everybody. Hey, Thank you. Hey, things Thank are you. starting to look up around here. And uh, 50 Cent made a surprise appearance, too. Hanging upside down. <laughs> that I didn't I saw, really understand. Yeah, I didn't really get to watch the whole halftime show because I was in between places. But I, I did watch some of the highlights. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? What you know, it, half the people loved it. Mm-hmm. Half the people thought it was the worst they'd ever seen. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. The Super Bowl halftime show isn't for the diehard football fans. It's for the people who don't want to watch football, but they're part of the gatherings of people, and they're watching commercials, and they're making their little things. I mean, I knew about plenty of people uh, that weren't even watching the game last night. I called my sister, like, on, on my way home from 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 where I was, and then, right. like, and she's like, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just sitting here watching. Uh, she was watching like Little House on the Prairie or something, and I'm like, Hey, I got a great story about how we uh, we outed Michael Landon's daughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. I think. But uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't watch it. There wasn't. Yeah, I didn't uh, see a lot of enthusiasm for it. For anyone who says the worst Super Bowl halftime show of all time, I would remind you that in 1972, the Super Bowl halftime show entertainment was Carol Channing. And then there were the four times that Up With People performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. No, this was not the worst. No, there, there's been plenty of work. Remember when Coldplay was on the field? Sadly, I yeah, do. Yeah, that that was probably the worst. Perhaps. Yeah. And that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rain, shine, or snow, the camping show is a go. The camping show is back. The 60th annual Springfield RV Camping and Outdoor Show at the Eastern States Exposition Fairgrounds. And it's happening on President's Day weekend, Friday through Monday, February 18th through the 21st. New England's largest camping and RV show. Over 200 exhibitors. More than 25 RV. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you go. The L.A. Rams are your Super Bowl champions. Granted, hard to imagine a Super Bowl that doesn't include Tom Brady hoisting some sort of trophy over his head. But this is what the rest of the country must deal with whenever they must watch a team that they don't care about win the Lombardi Trophy. I know this is uncharted territory for a lot of you folks, but this is the way that everybody else feels when the Patriots win Super Bowls and their favorite teams do not. Now, personally, I would have liked to have seen the Bengals win last night, but there was no denying that fourth quarter drive by Matthew Stafford and Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup. That was an outstanding effort which led to the Rams to a thrilling come from behind championship by a score of 23-20. The sort of final effort that would normally draw fans into the streets of Los Angeles by the millions. You know, setting stuff on fire, looting storefronts, turning over police vehicles. I mean, Los Angeles may not have been the city that invented celebratory fan violence, but they certainly were the ones who perfected it. And now, after being out of practice for so long, having been without the Rams for 20 years and never having won a championship of any kind on the time they won playing for St. Louis, it's almost as if the people in Los Angeles have forgotten what to do with themselves. According to the internet, there were people celebrating out there, all right. Celebrating, dancing, stepping on moving vehicles, setting off illegal fireworks. But what I haven't been able to find are any substantial arrest numbers so far. And until I do, I have to believe that either the football-loving fans of Los Angeles are either out of practice, apathetic, or simply too old to recapture their youthful recklessness. 
I suppose grabbing appliances out of shattered store windows of city storefronts is a fully vaccinated young man's game. Even simple vandalism doesn't seem to have the same appeal that it used to have. But in other NFL cities, we find our way to celebrate and we celebrate hard while still observing COVID protocols. But in the city of Angels, man, what a disappointment. But hey, never my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Some people walk out the door, slip, fall right in their butt. While other people go to Rockies and stock up on ice milk. What kind of person you gonna be? Winter Storm headquarters before and after the storm? Better get yourself the Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and Guns N' Roses on Rock 102. You know what? I hear that in my head every morning when I walk in here. You know where you are? <laughs> you in the jungle, baby. You're, you hear that in your head? <laughs> I do. Really? I do, yeah. How about uh, that? Uh, it's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 21. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 31. We're looking at 18 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh <laughs> Thank you for calling Yankee Hall. Do? I don't even know. How did that happen? Hey, that uh, Butterfingers. Yeah, I know. I was trying to do the other thing. This is what I was trying to do. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's... Well, that's completely different than what you did. Yeah, I know. It didn't uh, didn't work out quite the... This whole thing is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, I think about getting a co-host. Got to pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, Super Bowl commercials. We'll talk more about the game itself. Which was pretty good, by the way. It was I a good game. I believe I won myself a little bit of money out of that thing, too. I think you won uh, the squares in the f- first quarter. Yeah. But here's the thing that yeah. I can't understand. So the person who wins uh, the big jackpot at the end yeah. also won the second, third, and fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't was, know how the hell she did that. It's I, like sorcery. I was hoping that uh, it would be mine that would win the entire thing. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But... Uh, so uh, the commercials, uh, I got to tell you, man, I didn't, there was n- not really many of them that kind of provoked any feelings or made me laugh. The only one I kind of laughed at was the, uh, what it, it's the one, uh, I can't remember what it was. For. Oh, Uber Eats. Did you see this one? Oh, the, the Uber Not Eats? Uber not eats. Yeah, right. And then uh, it's kind of stupid because people are eating. You know, oh, it says I can eat everything in the bag. But the the one that kind of turned my stomach a little bit was Gwyneth Paltrow eating her own vagina candle. Yeah, right. Uh, that was uh, gross. But I knew that one. I knew that one was coming. Yeah, because they had they had talked about it. But you Ugh. know, to me, I'm watching these commercials. I'm feeling the kind of the same way. It's like you know, a lot of people are spending a whole hell of a lot of money on these commercials, and they. Yeah. St- Stink. They do stink, and um, I, I just can't believe that you spend $6 million for a giant piece of crap to come out when they, you produce these things. They, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look for the website that's uh, that's grading them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of all over the place as far as, you know, which one was the uh, the best one. I thought the best one, the most effective one, yeah. was uh, was with the Sopranos, with, the, with, with Meadow – and and AJ Soprano. That will, one I thought was really good. I will agree with you up until the very end because as I'm watching that, I'm like, and the funny thing is, they recreated that whole drive 
through uh, New York and New Jersey, mm-hmm. and th- that they had changed it to the Easy Pass thing <laughs> instead of the toll ticket that he takes from the Jersey Turnpike. Um, but I think that commercial could have ended way better by having a car that park assisted during that last scene of the show. That was what it is. They met at that restaurant. The, they oh, should have yeah. had one of those, hey, this thing parks itself. But I don't know if that particular car does that. But now it's like there's probably other car companies out there with that technology going, damn it, we should have done that. <laughs> because that's exactly where I thought, I'm like, this is awesome. They're going to they're gonna do that self-parking car. It's going to be funny. They're going to be They're going to be saying something like, Oh, well, this worked out a lot better this time. You know, you know what else would have been pretty appropriate? What? All right, so let's say uh, Meadow and AJ are driving around that brand-new Silverado. They're yeah. going through the, uh, the, the, uh, the, toll, the toll booth or yeah. the gantry or whatever it is. And at the very end of it, yeah, they're at, say, like uh, at like uh, the pier. Uh, in, 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 by one of the, uh, off, the, uh, off the Jersey coast. And uh, they dump a body out of the truck. That would have been yeah, pretty good. That would have been, yeah, been all right. Uh, and let's say that that uh, with like uh, the body of uh, Phil Leotardo or uh, Pussy Malanga, you know, one of those, yeah, one of those, you know, one of those characters, fringe characters. Yeah, somebody coming coming back. Yeah, that would have yeah. been cool. Yeah, I, but again, I, I, they should have really changed the ending of that. That would have been the the chef's kiss, you know, like, hey, I remember that scene where she couldn't park the car, but the car <laughs> parks itself now. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Keeping up with the Joneses in the Toyota t- Toyota Tundra. You got Tommy Lee Jones, Rashida Jones, Leslie Jones. They drive on the Jones Pass, and it's not unusual by Tom Jones. Uh, they, yeah, then but I'd... Nick Jonas crashes the party and says, "It's keeping up with Joneses." Jones, whatever. Yeah, that's uh, Joneses. You, you, that, you could have been better. Uh, the return of the E Trade baby. That was back. Uh, that didn't do anything for me. Since his last commercial eight years ago, uh, he's been living in isolation in the woods, and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time plays when the baby makes his return. Uh, greatest Disney movies and shows of all time? Aquafina says Disney Plus has all of the greatest of all times and walks by, and walks through an office full of 30 goats. Oh, no, it's goats. Goats. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. see this one. So I, I saw that know. one, and it didn't. Uh, yeah. It didn't do much for me. Uh, yeah, Larry David. I did see that one. That was okay. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't as good as it could have been. No, but know? it just. I mean, because basically, it's it's Larry throughout history, uh, kind of waving off things that were all successful. Yeah, and and that was probably he was. Somebody set this up for him. When he does the show, many of those lines are improv and things like that. I think right. that's what makes that show funny. So when you're talking about a 60-second commercial, somebody's scripting that whole thing and probably wasn't a better writer than Larry David, obviously. But there's, I'm looking at uh, something, something that's that's grading them. One of the ones that they that is getting it like an A plus, an A grading uh, rating. Is the uh, is the Pringles ad where he gets stuck in the guy's hand? Yes, I didn't think that was all that great. No, frankly, no. I thought, you know, listen, we've all gotten our hands stuck in a tube of Pringles. It's not that hard to get it out, and even if uh, you can't get it out, nothing that a pair of tin snips wouldn't take care of. That's true, and uh, Pringles can is nothing more than a giant uh, one of those uh, Chinese finger cuff things. Yeah, remember those things? You I put, do. You put your fingers in. You try to get your fingers out. Yeah, yeah, right. But and but yeah. the the more tension you have, the harder it is to get out. 
Yeah, I had no. I that I don't even know why that got an A. I have no idea either. The uh, well, because it was it was probably they thought that was the best of everything that was out there because all these commercials kind of sucked. The NFL released a commercial where two kids are playing an NFL video game, but the players come into the real world as puppets. The ensuing chaos includes two dozen puppets destroying their home, Peyton Manning being tackled by a baby, and Ray Lewis doing a flaming touchdown dance on the stove's burners. <laughs> Classic. That's something else. Uh, Verizon teased Jim Carrey returning as the cable guy last week, so we got to see the full version yesterday. It's called. It's a fun callback to the movie to introduce 5G internet for home and businesses. You know which one I didn't understand at all? Uh, and there were a couple of them. The first one was the one with Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus Yeah. for T-Mobile. That first commercial made absolutely no sense. It didn't make any sense about what they were trying to sell. It didn't make any sense of what they were trying to say. Everything about that commercial is like, you know, I, I don't dislike Dolly Parton. No. I don't necessarily have an opinion one way or another about Miley Cyrus, but that was garbage. The take on this one, this is uh, from the Washington Post. Uh, this was a rather disappointing year for those who pay more attention. Oh, let me see the one with the uh, build. Oh, build as the, is this the one? The first godmother, goddaughter ad in Super Bowl history. Really? Wow, that is historic. Uh, a distinction no one cares to put in the history books. <laughs> Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus come together for T-Mobile in a two-part mock PSA about 5G. It even features a schmaltzy, we are the world type anthem. Let's do it for the phones, for which there is a full-length music video that we do not recommend you watching. It's not quite over the top enough to be funny, and it's also an absolute waste of Dolly Parton's immense talents. Though her Super Bowl track record is not great, she made uh, the worst list last year, too. She really? Did, I don't, yeah, I don't know what she did. What did she do last year? I don't even remember. Well, see, that's the thing. If you're not going to remember it, then it really wasn't that effective of an ad. Uh yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna be searching around looking, yeah. uh, fumbling for it. Listen, but, the uh, the, on, the only one was that Silverado commercial. That's the only one that I said, "Oh man, that's cool." Well, there was one with uh, Colin Jost and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Was that part of the Super Bowl, or did I see that somewhere else? So they ran that before the Super Bowl, but yeah. that was because they're doing that a lot, where a lot of these commercials get the the uh, the pregame yeah. preview, mm -hmm. so they'll run. You know, on, on a you know on a limited basis before the game. Yeah. But yeah, they. I mean, that was okay. You know, I mean, how did that guy get her? I mean, I don't. I don't really understand that at all. But that's you know, that's me just being a guy and envious of him and having her. Uh, is, is that wrong? No, I guess it really, it really isn't. Yeah, it is. It's totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's it, gonna, I mean, that's the, if you're trying to sell something, that must be like some sort of, you know, fantasy camp thing. Because uh, there's no way that Colin Jost gets a Scarlett Johansson and 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 it sticks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, he doesn't deserve Scarlett Johansson. No, way. none of us do. Not at all. Uh, Kanye made a cameo in the McDonald's. Can I get a uh, commercial? But honestly, who doesn't say that when you go up to a drive-through? Considering Kanye's last 18 months, is there really anything that he's selling that you need to have? Isn't there enough about Kanye's background where you say maybe he's not a reliable? Yeah, I don't maybe know. maybe his opinions at this moment are are not entirely reliable. Can I get a kiwi fruit? We don't sell kiwi at McDonald's. Yes, you do. I had it here once. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
This is what I'm talking about. A, a break from reality is not yeah. going to push product. Uh, and uh, AT&T Fiber bought, uh, brought Ashton Kutcher's former and current wives together. Demi Moore and Mila Kunis both think they'll win the most admired alum. They actually go to the, they actually did go to the same high school in real life, just not at the same time. Yeah, it's like 25 years apart. He, well, nevertheless, they're still. Uh, they still have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, Anna Kendrick um, helped Barbie use the Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage to find and finance her dream home. Yeah, I saw that one. He Man made an appearance. That was the. Uh, oh, hey, retro, retro <laughs> reference. It really wasn't that great. No, and, uh, if we're a football fan, I'm sure yeah. you didn't really care very much about the Barbies. No, I didn't. And coming up after uh, seven o'clock, we'll talk with uh, Scott Cohen about the actual physical game. It's 623 on Rock 102. Thank you for calling Yankee Home. How can I put a smile on your face? Uh, yeah, we've got an old outdated bathtub in our house, and my wife said to call Yankee Home. Can you really turn that old tub into a walk-in shower? We sure can. With Yankee Home, custom walk-in showers are finally affordable for everyone. Plus, they can be installed in just one day and done right the first time. You mean never cattywampus? That's right. And since you're a Rock 102 listener, you'll get $1,400 off. Call Yankee Home right now to claim this special offer and be sure to mention Rock 102. The new Hanoush Jewelers in Hadley. They just moved in, so when you get there, if there's still a few moving boxes in sight, well, you understand. Look at what's on display. The beautiful rings and necklaces and earrings, the diamonds, the pearls, the silver fashion jewelry. Think about how it'll look on her, how she'll feel when she opens up that little love letter. The new Hanoush Jewelers in Hadley. Tell them a little about her so they can help you choose something she'll love wearing. Don't wait, because the time is now. That's right, it's time for a new Jeep from the Bratera Jeep Center or a new Ram truck from the Bratera Ram Center on Riverdale Street in West Springfield. It's the President's Day event going on now at Bratera Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, just a mile from the cinemas. Don't waste time running dealer to dealer just to find out they don't have what you're looking for. With rows and rows of new Ram trucks and new Jeeps, all priced hundreds, even thousands below other dealers, you'll get exactly what you want. Brand new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4s, leased for only 2 dollars a month or a new Jeep Grand Cherokee 4x4 for $2.99 a month. And with 0% financing available, you could save even more. Your trade has never been worth more. We'll give you probably what you paid for it two, three, even four years ago. Or if you want us to buy it, bring it in for an appraisal and we'll cut you a check the same day. It's the President's Day event going on now at Patera Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram on Riverdale Street in West Springfield and online at PateraAuto.com. Call 888-379-6132 for details. Stopping smoking, vaping, or using other tobacco or nicotine products takes time and courage. Calling 1-800-QUIT-NOW is a great first step. Get connected to a trained quit coach by phone or online. They'll share ways to curb cravings, handle life's big and small stresses, and tackle relapses with you. No lectures, no judgments. Reaching out and getting support can double your chances of quitting. So take the first step. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or enroll online at mass.gov quitting. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. It's uh, 626 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 21. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 31. It's 18 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Well, thank you, Steve. I just thought uh, you know, it might be appropriate uh, since I left my Valentine's Day card uh, for you at home. So my apologies. I didn't uh, even get you one, so I appreciate the fact that you were even thinking of me. Thank you. 
Well, uh, yeah. you know, I, I I wanted to be I wanted to be kind. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I really wanted. I well, mean, I'm not trying to. You know, muscle my way in, into your uh, personal life in any way. I mean, don't get <laughs> really? me don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm, 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 not, uh, I'm not doing that. Uh, knock on wood. But I'm just saying that uh, you know, isn't it nice that uh, that you and I can at least acknowledge that it's Valentine's Day and Happy Valentine's Day to you. And Happy Valentine's Day to you. Well, thank you, Steve. Valentines or Valentines? I don't even know. I think it's Valentines. Do you think that uh, Saint Valentine uh, really uh, loves the fact that? Uh, it's just turned himself into a commercialized figure like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know whether the two of them have conversations. What? I assume they probably do, but uh, I don't know. It's a good, uh, good question. Well, either way. Uh, hey, can I tell a joke? Yes, you can tell a joke. Is there anybody uh, that's uh, bringing this joke to no, us? No one is uh, presenting this joke uh, today. All right. Well, I got uh, I got a couple for you. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, did you see 50s? Sent perform at the uh, at the Super Bowl. Yes, inflation is real. <laughs> Get it? Because it was like this so weight. big. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the worst thing for a Cincinnati fan uh, about losing the Super Bowl? I don't know. What's the worst thing for a super uh, Cincinnati fan to lose Super Bowl? Waking up the next day to remember you live in Cincinnati. Oh, that's the truth. Ain't that? Isn't that? That bad? is. That's the truth. Uh, let's see. Uh, a good buddy of mine has two Super Bowl tickets, forty-yard line box seats. He paid twenty-five hundred dollars for each, but he didn't realize last year when he bought them it was going to be on the same day as his wedding, probably because of the extra game this year. If you're interested, he's looking for someone to take his place. Try to be on time. It's at Calvary Church in Santa Monica at three p.m. The bride's name is Nicole. She's five four and about one hundred and fifteen pounds and a good cook. She'll be in a white dress. Get it? Do you get it? <laughs> I get it. Yeah. He's going he's to the going Super Bowl, and if you want to marry her. <laughs> wow, I uh, really could have come up with some better stuff. It's uh, 628 at Rock102.com. 631. Bax and Nagel on Rock102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, hey, hey, uh, the LA Rams are the Super Bowl champions. That's right, champions. I was kind of pulling for the, uh, for the Bengals. Yeah, I was kind of too, and especially in that uh, last couple of minutes there of the game. I know. Uh, I thought they were, they were going to be able to at least uh, tie it. You know what I mean? Would it be, wouldn't have been a tie though, would it? It would have been yeah, a tie, no, right? it would. Yeah, it would have well, been if, if you had a field, field goal. goal. Yeah. Yeah, uh. I thought I thought it was a uh, pretty damn good. What about that? What about that that Lucy play? Uh, oh yeah, you know, right. With the uh, <laughs> when they went, to, what was it? They were punting, right? It, it was no, it was an extra point. Oh, extra point, right? And and, and, uh, and, then, and then he fumbled. I didn't see him fumble the football, like because it happened so quick. I thought he. I thought first. I thought they faked it, and they, you know, uh, it, yes. But then all of a yeah. sudden, you see uh, the kicker. Yeah. Uh, yell arg, yeah. and he lands on his back, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Lucy takes the football yeah. away. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, it was a. I thought it was a pretty decent game. Again, we'll talk more about that uh, after seven o'clock with uh, Scott Cohen, who apparently uh, too lazy to come into the studio this morning. Well, no, he, okay. see, he had uh, he had travel issues, and uh, I'm travel sure that he'll explain all of that. Travel issues. Yes, he's just got issues to begin with. That is also true. Um, at least one person was injured after a car crashed into a tree on South River, uh, South Green River Road in Colerain. 
we got to reach far outside of the area this morning because most of the news is about the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, according to a statement by the Coleraine Fire Department around Sunday, uh, la- last night around 8 p.m. Two- yeah, what did that guy say? What? Yeah, he's... <laughs> the, the, the guy from the Coleraine Fire Department. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to refer you to our central office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me get back there to answer your call. Uh Two engines and an ambulance uh, were called to assist a driver who had crashed into a tree. The car then later fell down an embankment into the river. It's kind of very cartoonish. Like somebody, you know, like the like a Tweety bird sitting on the bumper. Right. Just waiting to fly away. Mm-hmm. So the entire thing with Sylvester goes over into the uh, into the ravine. That's very much like this. Yeah, I, I don't know if you hear in the car. Oof, ah, oof, yeah. oof. I don't know if you see, hear that. No. Kind of like, I... like you would hear, say, like Elmer yeah. Fudd were driving the car. Or like with the coyote, does he stick a sign out the window going, oh, he used to write things like, oh, no. Or, or yeah, mother. Mother. Right. Yeah, that was the other one. <laughs> uh, anyway, the cause of that accident uh, has not been released. State police are asking for the public's help in finding a missing Chesterfield man seen last Monday. According to uh, Massachusetts police, troopers and uh, Huntington police are looking to locate 79-year-old Robert Sherman of Chesterfield, who was last seen in Westfield on Monday around 9.30 a.m. A rental vehicle Sherman was using was uh, stuck in the snow near 230 Norwich Lane in Huntington on Wednesday. Anyone with information about his whereabouts is asked to call the Mass State Police. Uh, Let's see. I had this story here. Ready? Okay. After a plea, this is in Westfield, after a plea from one of the officers that uh, impacted by a new Westfield Police Officers Coalition contract that would increase compensation for education, the Finance Committee voted 2-1 to in a continued discussion to not recommend the contract for fiscal 2023 based solely on financial implications. The contract, which was signed by the Patrolman's Union and former Mayor Don Hummison on December 24th, will now go to the full city council for a vote on February 17th. During public participation, Patrick Lustig, one of the eight officers who would receive additional compensation due to his educational background, sent in a letter for himself and also talking about another officer who just rescinded his decision to join the state police and chose instead to join the Westfield Police Department because of the new contract. Yeah, this is, they're saying how, like, how poor this contract was poorly was put together, mm-hmm. and now they're going to have to reject it and uh, do it all over again. Well, that's a pain. You know, they do have a good point. I mean, uh, I know... Patrick, for sure, is definitely from the the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the kind of people that you want working there, the people that live in the community. We're not going to turn the jobs down to go, you know, out east to the state police barracks. We want to stay right here. Yeah, no, I, I'm always on the fence about residency requirements, though. You know, just because you may live out of town doesn't mean you're any less passionate about your job. It doesn't necessarily mean you're denying somebody else from that town the job it just go to the best candidate i yeah i agree but uh, yeah, yeah to, to me it's not like you know i don't really i don't live in east long meadow anymore but i'm just as uh enthusiastic about this job as i've ever been can you imagine if they made us uh here uh have a, a residency requirement in east long meadow yeah i would buy that little house down at the end of the street just to like you know to roll out of bed and, and just be yeah, here. that would be pretty cool there's a yeah. couple of houses behind our building yeah that you can just you know, literally just you know tumble out of the woods, and there you are. Yeah, see, that would be cool. That would be kind of cool. We could make a little path back there. The closest I've ever lived to this place was exactly 1.9 miles. And i got to tell you, that commute was glorious. And I believe uh, there was a time when I first started here that I was only living— I mean, we had this argument that I was only living 1.3 miles away. 
because I lived right on the Springfield East Long Meadow line. Right. Yeah. And I and I lived, uh, I lived like just up the road here in East Long Meadow. Right. right. I mean, theoretically, could have walked yeah. to work. It's not something I would ever do because that would require some level of physical exertion, which yeah. I am simply not capable or desirous of uh, of yeah. attending to. And I and I was uh, I had said to myself, you know what? I'm really sick at just being at work so quickly. Uh, we need to make this like an event. Well, you know what? I'm going to move 48 minutes away. Well, the problem with living so close to work is when there's a problem at work, you're always the first one called. That's true. I can't tell you how many times I was called in because, oh, the alarm is going off or uh, there's a problem in the building or, you know, we're off the air. Could you go in? Well, uh, you know, I guess. Because who am I to say no? I only live like, you know, 1.9 miles away. Yeah, uh, that's the nice thing about being so close, though. The company wants you to be the engineer as well. Yeah, and, and I'm and I'm not qualified I, for that stuff. I remember, uh, I don't know, it was maybe 2012 or 2013, um, we had a boss here. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, the man just retired last week. He was uh, saying he couldn't uh, be any be creative anymore or something like that. I don't know what his thing. But he, was, uh, he called me uh, at like 11 o'clock at night because there's – Something must have happened here that required, you know, somebody to be here. Was this a drunken butt dial? Uh, it wasn't a butt dial. It was a direct dial, but it was a very drunken phone call. Ah, yes. I was like, you need, you need to get in there right now. Like, it was it was almost like angry. <laughs> I'm like, now, I was also half in the bag because we were coming back from this, like, halfway to St. Patrick's Day party from the radio station. Sure. So, of course, you know, after the event was over, my friends and I stuck around and we drank a bunch of Guinness. Matter of fact, it was the, it was the time they had the, it was the Guinness glass. You could get your name etched on a Guinness glass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, and the girl did it for me. She wrote stomach pancake on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, was was Dick Gozinia already well, too? Well, I, I really uh, hadn't gotten. I really hadn't gotten into those the use of those names at that time. But the uh, <laughs> the uh, the stomach pancake uh, glass. But yeah, he's he's like calling me, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm like 40 minutes away. There's and I'm and I'm kind of half in a bag. I'm getting a ride home because I can't drive. Yeah, I'm not coming to the radio station. I, I'm sorry. That's what his job was. <sighs> His job was to do that. Well, he was in no shape to drive. Well, that's what I mean. He's like, you go push the button. Surprisingly enough, there were a lot of those situations yeah. uh, with that same former manager. Well, hey, uh, this is the kind of career that uh, make you want to drink, doesn't it? State Supreme <laughs> Judicial Court has upheld the 2011 conviction of Eric Denson for the stabbing death of Connor Reynolds in Springfield. Its decision announced on Thursday, the court concluded that there was no irreversible error on the part of the trial judge nor a reasonable judgment to order a new trial. Uh, Hamden DA Anthony Galuni said Friday that the ruling puts an end to a long fight by his office. This comes after years of diligence by my office appeals unit. I would like to thank the uh, ADA, David Shepard Brick, for his great work on the appeal. Uh, Denson is serving a life sentence in state prison. Without the possibility of parole, he was convicted of first-degree murder in the killing of the March 13th, 2010 at a birthday party at the Blue Fusion Bar and Grill. Yeah, it's funny how, like, I forget. We read so many stories that you forget about this, and I, mm-hmm. like, totally remember this after re- when I was reading it last yeah. night. Like, 
Oh yeah, like it, you, we we tend to just move on to other things, and we don't because there's you know that's the way the media business is. Well, it, it's interesting yeah. to me because I mean I re, you know we all remember that story pretty clearly. It's just but it's stunning that it's twelve years ago. That's like Jesus. Yeah, unbelievable. A uh, Peabody. Peabody. Is that the Sherman and Peabody? No, that would be Peabody. Oh, it's, it's, but when you're talking about the town, it's Peabody. Peabody. Why do we do that? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, go back to the Wayback Machine and start the story. Yeah, I know. A Peabody High School uh, teacher has been put on administrative leave after being accused of showing pornographic images to an entire class on Monday, February 7th. No, that's, to... I don't know a lot about uh, education, but that's wrong, right? Apparently, unless the class was about pornography. How do I sign up for that class? I don't know, but I want to go to Peabody High School. I don't feel tardy. The uh, high school teacher plugged their personal computer into a classroom. See, this is... I don't excuse anybody who is stupid enough to use a computer to watch pornography and also use that as your workstation for your job. Like, even, uh, you know, I have... One device that I would look at pornography with. Well, which one? It's not. It's not my phone. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are certain you have to keep those things protected, because not everybody wants to see that. You know, <laughs> especially children in a high school. Well, I have a uh, I have a station laptop that yeah. I uh, that I use you know at home and uh, and here at the station. I don't look at any pornography. On uh, on that. In fact, the most damaging information you'll find is mostly bank information. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, uh, when you watch, uh, well, well, I can't tell that story either. But there's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a, it was a, somebody was showing me something, and they had a video that wasn't uh, uncouth. Yeah. But the rest of the videos that followed along. It was like Word. a Facebook thing, right? Gotcha. And as uh, you know, and somebody said, "Hey, uh, what's with all those?" And then the guy was like, "Well, that's just because of this guy and his videos. Uh, this is the kind of things that it drums up." Right. And then it hit me later on, going, "Uh, no, it's not." <laughs> because if you go on my videos, and if I watch that same video on Facebook, right, all the videos that are aggregated are like. Stand-up comedians and classic rock live performances, like things that I watch right. and that I'm into. So if you are if you have, like, all these videos associated with, if you're watching a video that has nothing to do with what you normally watch and right. suggest all those other videos behind it, that's Facebook telling you, hey, we know you're a pig. You know you want to come back here, buddy. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the, at my uh, aggregated videos. I see yeah. a bunch of cats being washed by monkeys. Yeah. I'm seeing a, a drum solo, and yeah, I that's believe I'm, I'm, that's about it. Yeah, because we're normal people. We yeah, don't, we don't like you know. It's not like you're looking. And who's and who would search Facebook for porn anyway? You gotta get, you're not gonna find any really. I mean, any good well, stuff. And, but mo- most of the porn I've seen, and thankfully this has stopped. The people who send. Remember, we had this problem with people sending us like really messed up pornography. Like videos through Facebook Messenger. Through Messenger. Messenger. Yes. yes. Because Facebook allows that. They allow you to send right. ma- objectionable material through a Messenger thing. Well, well when people, uh, the, in particular, the ones that were sending this uh, yeah. this material, what they didn't realize is uh, that you and I 
are fathers. Yes. With daughters. Yes. And sometimes you'll be on the phone thumbing through your your uh, your Facebook messages yeah. while your kids are in the house, and boom, yeah. well, there's a video of something simply and, awful. And the and the, the people that don't know how to use the NSFW tag, right? Hey, <clears throat> you know, don't open this. Yeah, you know, just like the common courtesy of uh, make sure there's nobody around. Yeah, you could do that, or yeah. you could just simply not send it at all. Which I think is probably a better idea. Well, listen, I'm welcome to uh, watching videos that are hilarious, uh, but if I want to see porn, I can find that on my own and find the kind I like, not the one that you think is good. For example, yeah. I was on TikTok the other day. Yeah. Someone posted a video I was going to send you, but I thought, you know what, maybe I'll have to uh, do that at a later time. Okay. It was a, a video of a dog uh-huh. that, quite frankly, would have given Wally... A, uh, oh. a run for his money. Oh, he was the Tommy Lee of the dogs. It's a, but it's a terrier. It's a little yeah. tiny dog. Yeah, and yeah. the dog. I mean, it's like it, it, it's stunning. You see the dog, you know, walking around with this thing, and like, how how is he not tripping over it? And how? it's like all I can think, think of is I should send this to Steve. But then there's a part of me saying no, no, I will not send that to Steve because it's offensive, and I don't know who else is there. Don't know if your girlfriend is there and she yeah. would be offended. Don't know if your your daughter's around there. I try to protect you and your loved ones. You're welcome. Wow, you're quite the upstanding guy. I appreciate well, you. Yeah, listen, I even though that was like the biggest topic of uh, of of 2019. I right, dude, I mean, it's really it's really yeah. an impressive video. I still get people asking me if they can see the picture. <laughs> I still so, I, I still laugh every yeah. every time I think about yeah. that and and you know, the, the you know Mayor Dom Dom coming up to us and say all right all right all right let me see the picture of the yeah, dog yeah 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 it's just it, it's it just goes to show you that the the people who listen to us are just as messed up as we are oh absolutely because can't blame them because if I thought that was a great topic uh, <laughs> of fodder for conversation here on the show yes uh, everybody else I told you. After that, you know, we talk about my dog's member, like the whole thing. We go to that press conference at MGM, right? <laughs> yes. And then we're walking, and it was they still weren't finished with MGM. It was uh, it was like the winter before they opened. Yeah, it was like a, like a like a pre-open party. Yeah. So we go to this press conference thing, and then we're leaving, and I'm walking back to my car because I parked like near uh, uh, what's the Italian place? Come on, Red Rose. Red Rose. Red Rose. Uh, I parked near Red Row, so I'm walking down that way, and there's all this scaffolding, so I got to walk in the street a little bit. Yep. And there's this like MGM construction guy, kind of like walking like near me, and this was like a few days after we had talked about this whole thing. Right. And uh, I just went, looked over, and I'm like, hey, and he goes, hey, and then he's like following me for, like, till I get to my car, and right before I get to my car, he's like, hey, man, um, can I see a picture of your dog's wing? <laughs> And you know what? Well, at I least, could, at I, least he was, at least he was, uh, you know, conspicuous was, about it. And he was courteous. He was very courteous. I think he was just as nervous as I was to show a stranger <laughs> in the middle of the street. I wouldn't feel comfortable just whipping out a cell phone no, on Main Street. No. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today: it's going to be cold uh, but sunny. High of twenty-one tomorrow. Sunny and a high of 30. It's 17 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. This Hey, uh, if you ever miss uh, the show, you can always check out the uh, the daily podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also, check out uh, Baxi's musical podcast. Actually, pretty excited about this one. This is uh, 
in a conversation I have with Tommy Pluta from Holyoke. Now, Tommy is an employee here at Rock 102, but he's also a member of the band The Sides, who were who signed a major record contract back in the 90s, released a couple of records. They're going to have a 30th anniversary uh, show at Gateway City Arts in June. And Tommy has just released a brand new EP, and it's really, really good, called Breathe. So you can check that out on rock102.com. It's a really cool interview. Oh, he got preferential treatment because no. he's an employee here. If he's Ed, your coworker. If any other employee in this building did something outstanding in their lives, I'd be more than happy to talk to them. But until yeah. that happens, yeah. until we see evidence that that happens. Well, we do things with grandiosity, but we just maybe not do things with such grace. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you have something that you can do with grace, then we'll be more than happy That's to fine. have you on the and, show. And Tommy is a total class act. And so, uh, yeah, we talk about his his musical career. It's actually very, very interesting. He was so, in musicals? Uh, he may have been in music. Yes, I believe. Yes, he was. The King and I? or uh, That wasn't a musical, though, was it? He played the Rita Morena role at West Side Story. Oh, that's I hear I feel pretty being yeah, played well, all you know, the time. He, all uh, he almost won a Tony. Actually, his brother's name is Tony, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Uh, what are you do? It's uh, 656. Scott Cohen coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about the Sewer Bowl and some other stuff on Rock 102. Jay's Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you go. Los Angeles Rams stage an unbelievable fourth quarter comeback to beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 last night in the Super Bowl. All very exciting. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, that final drive. That's the stuff that some people be talking about for hours. But what people really want to talk about are the commercials and that halftime show. Because without your team playing in the Super Bowl, all you can really do is root for at least one good commercial or a nipple-bearing halftime wardrobe malfunction. Well, folks, I hate to disappoint you, but apart from that one where Meadow and A.J. Soprano get new trucks, the commercials weren't that great. And as far as the Super Bowl halftime show is concerned, while most people are evenly mixed, you have to wonder where everybody else stands. Last night, they had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, and a surprise guest of 50 Cent hanging upside down. Now, some people are calling it the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time. But I would remind you of Michael Jackson in 1993, or Prince in 2007, or even Lady Gaga in 2017. Man, those were some pretty damn fine performances. But then there are some of you who thought it was the worst Super Bowl halftime show of all time. But I would remind you of the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band in 1967, or Carol Channing in 1972, or the four times that Up With People showed up to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. No! Last night was much better than that. Much better. How much better? Well, let's see. If you're a fan of 50-year-old hip-hop stars, then it doesn't get any better than what you saw last night. But if you're the sort of person who was going into it assuming the worst, that you were going to hate it, then I'm sure you probably got what you expected. Personally, I like the halftime show. Certainly beat what they gave us last year with a weekend, and nearly anything is better than listening to Coldplay like we got in 2016. Because Coldplay is the sort of music that people who don't like music like to listen to. Was last night everybody's cup of tea? No. But you probably knew that ahead of the time, didn't you? Of course you did. But hey, never mind yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Tools every homeowner should have. What are they? You need to talk to Kenneth. He runs the tool department at the Palmer Rockies. Kenneth will help you build a basic toolkit, hand tools, power tools, good people, tool people, and rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware.
I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock one. It's 7.08. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 21. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 30. It's 16 in downtown Springfield. How can this guy be on the phone? I don't know. But it is always a delight to welcome uh, him back. It's Scott Cohen. Good morning, Scotty. How are you? Good morning. It's not a delight. Let's not get carried away. Well, well so, so you're in L.A. right now. You're doing the Super Bowl wrap-up, <laughs> and uh, you're, it's, it's 4 o'clock, 4.09 in the morning there. Yeah. And... How'd you get all that uh, locker room access? Uh, well, you know, buddy, it's like I've been around a long time, and I've you know covered a lot of games in my day, so they just uh, they have, people know me now. So. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of a big deal, huh? Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal around here. Uh, no, you're, uh, you're stuck in, uh, in Boston, right? I am, yeah. They got. Um, I, I went down to visit my folks uh, over the weekend down in Texas. Flew back, and you know, Boston just got a. Got, they got a. You know, got a ton of snow. So I'm just kind of. I was kind of stuck, and um, so I decided not to. I decided not to risk life and limb to be on the program this morning. So I. I, I know you understand. Well, I thought you just didn't want to get uh, you know fruit thrown at you in the parking lot from all the outraged people of your uh, because of your Super Bowl views. Yes, well, there's yeah. that too. So, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so but here we are. So last night, uh, I, you know, it's a hell of a game. I would like to have seen the Bengals, uh, you know, pull out a win. But I mean, you have to give the Rams credit. I mean, what a what a great fourth quarter for for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I thought it was a great game, and you know, and I kind of posted that that on Facebook right uh, right afterwards, and and there were people that thought, you know, there, I suppose like there always are, there were people who thought the game sucked, but no, I mean, you you had to watch it until uh, you know until the bitter end, um, you know, I think uh, <clears throat> Los Angeles's defense, man, holy cow, they just they chased poor Joe Bur- Burrow around all night. Um, sacked him seven times. You know he was never really able to get anything going. Um, I thought that um, I thought that that going forward on fourth down uh, early in the game um, that led to the Rams' first touchdown. I thought that was that that was definitely a mistake. Um, Cincinnati's only touchdown was that long, or the the big touchdown was the long bomb yeah. right uh, to start the second half. That oh my god. L.A.'s receiver just got absolutely mugged, and the referees completely missed it. <laughs> and then, and then down towards then down towards the end of the game, um, the referees decided to get involved, and they were you know they called like three straight penalties on Cincinnati, and you know not that not that the Bengals you know uh, I, I don't think they made a mistake doing that because the the Rams were you know were going to score on all of those plays. But it, it ate up a lot of time, and it, it you know I think Burrow got the ball what with like about a minute twenty five left in the game, and if if they didn't have all those penalties, he might have had a little bit more time to do something. Well, but I thought all in all it was a good game. One of those holding penalties was pretty pretty suspect. I mean you know if you're if you're going to call that and and not call that 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 missed face mask penalty, you know I can understand where the, the players would be really really ticked off. But on the other hand, it's like you know. Matthew Stafford spent the first 12 years of his career playing for the Lions, eating a big right. bag of garbage for his for his yeah. entire career. They trade for him. They, they add all these weapons for the guy, and 
he wins a Super Bowl. I mean, it's a great story no matter how you look at it. But having said that, I look at Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, and I see a guy that has the potential to be a superstar down the road. He's already great. And even though you know he, the, the, the defense for the Rams was tough, he was in control for most of that game, even though he was getting sacked seven times. Yeah, agreed, Bax. And it's like you know, it's not not only does he you know kind of have the goods, but he's also but he's also kind of got the swagger. He's going to end up he's going to end up being the face. You know, again, providing he stays healthy, um, he already you know he already uh, got his his knee torn up, and he he was the NF he was he was the NFL's comeback player of the year because of the injury that he had and and came back from it and had this great year. But if he can stay healthy and stay on the field, he he's going to be the face of the league. Um, you know, he goes about his business. He's an exciting player. He's 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 great. And you know, we'll see what happens with they. Obviously, the Bengals know that they need to um, they need to go get a uh, you know three or four fat guys to uh, to protect him because he can't he can't be chased around and be sacked seven times like that on a consistent basis and, and stay in the league very long. So um, if they if they can do that, he'll be around a long time. Well, I'm surprised you didn't ask me for my take on this whole thing yet. Yeah, Steve, what well, is your take? Steve, what did you think of the game? Well, first of all, Cincinnati established its run game. Mixon rushed for 25 yards while Burrow added passes to Chase and Higgins as the Bengals marched down the field, but then with the Rams keyed in on the stopping run, Burrow hit Mixon in the flat. Nick Scott bit on the way, and Mixon tossed a touchdown to Higgins. Now, with the momentum hey, can I on opposite side, <laughs> Stafford went to a Beckham and checking in. The, yeah, I don't think ahead. you can. What, what's up? Wait, you're interrupting When you me. say no. that they hit him in the flat, what, yeah. what, what does that mean? Where, where's the flat? Listen, if you don't know, then you don't know sports <laughs> terminology. You know, if I have to explain it to you, Scott, then should you really be calling yourself a sports segment well, on maybe, this show? I don't know. You seem yeah, – well, obviously, no. with this kind of insight that you provide every Monday, maybe I, maybe you don't need me anymore. Well, well you, know, Steve, you know, Scott, you know, while you were busy uh, you know, spouting off your own cockamamie uh, analysis, here's Steve giving his yeah. heartfelt uh, analysis, and, and here you are crapping all over him. Who's the phony in this well, situation? All right. I, well, well I got, you know, listen, you got to do what you're good at. Yeah. The, the Bengals failed to capitalize on the turnover thanks to a L.A. Pa- a pass rush that started getting closer and closer to Burrow. A Rams three and out gave the Bengals the ball back, but Burrow kneeled what, down to what, close what out a three, noteworthy three quarter. What, what is three and out? What is that? What's what is three and out? Uh, listen, oh my God, hey, I can't. Well, I can't believe we gotta, we gotta explain it to you. It's I, three downs and I, out. I, you can't convert I, I, over I, the I third down to fourth down. I can't believe you're. I've we pay you. <laughs> we pay you to be here, and uh, you first of all, you're not even here, and then you don't. Even, and then you don't know jack squat about sports. Oh my god! Oh my god. I'm, losing the, I'm losing the will to live. And you're the. You know. You know. You always say, "Oh, you're a big fat phony." Well, <laughs> you know. With every accusation is an admission, is what I'm telling you, yeah. my friend. Hey, there was a, I want to ask you about this because I mean, I, I've, I've heard you know rumblings about what's gonna go on at the end of the game. You heard Al Michaels kind of trying to say goodbye to Chris Collinsworth, uh, right? And it, there's 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 rumors that Al Michaels is is perhaps going to uh, NB, uh, to NFL coverage on Amazon. After this season is over with, and you know Michelle Tavoya is retiring, what, do you know anything about what's going on with the Al Michael situation, or is it all kind of up in the air? Well, I, I it for a, 
uh, from everything that, you know, it's, I mean, listen, uh, you know, it's not like uh, I got Al Michaels on speed dial. Um, he but, does, he doesn't know, take your calls? He, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't tried to call him in a while. I suppose <laughs> you should try to find out. You know, with, one of the things about Al Michaels, uh, Baxi, is he's, he's making a ton of money. Um, I don't think they care to pay that kind of freight anymore. Um, there are other, you know, these fledgling things, like you said, Amazon. Amazon's going to throw a whole lot of money at him because, uh, for, for all the obvious reasons. And NBC will bring some, you know, somebody up to take his place, and they won't have to pay him as much money. That, that's kind of the way I see it. You know, it's 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 the same old story in, yeah. in our in our business. It happens every day. He's uh he's seventy seven years old. I didn't. Re- I mean, he's been around forever. I just didn't realize he was he was quite seventy seven. But nevertheless, I mean, at seventy seven, to be he's, to be at the still at the top of your game, and then he's at the top of his game, and then to be yeah. maybe at the top of of the uh, of the bidding war for his services, kind of an enviable position for for a guy who's been in it that long. It totally is, and you know, and I was, um, you know, that that at the top of his profession uh, line you just uh, you just mentioned. I was obviously, you know, we all know um, what what's going on with him because it's it's been it's been as big a story as anything in the NFL. And I was listening to him last night, and I I said that to myself. I'm like, Jesus, this guy, for as long as he's been at it, and all of the as long as he's been there, he's still at the top of his game. He there's there he. He did not. He doesn't skip a beat. So, um, you know, he's still got some gas left in the tank. And listen, we're not going to have to hold any benefits for Al Michaels. He'll go on and he'll he'll at wherever he ends up, whether he stays or whether he goes. Gas um, in the tank. You know. Where'd you steal that sports term from? Huh? <laughs> Copy and paste Dude, that from maybe the Bleacher Report, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just busting. Yeah, this we're guy. just, come on, we're just having uh, fun at your expense. Hey, uh, of course you are. Hey, real quick, I know this is, uh, this isn't uh, necessarily sports related at all, but uh, you know, I know you spent a good deal of time in uh, Northampton, uh, but uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've lost a member of, of our, uh, of, of our radio family uh, this week, and uh, you know, we, a, a tough loss with the. Uh, Chris and up at up in Northampton. Yeah, Chris Collins, who you know, he's um, you know, for those of uh, those of us who you know live in in uh, Hamden County, we um, folks around here might not be familiar with Chris, but um, certainly in Hampshire and Franklin, um, you know, uh, longtime broadcaster, um, very uh, just a tremendous a tremendous person. Um, had been around forever, knows everybody, everybody knows him. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a hall, he's a hall of fame quality broadcaster. Um, you know, a mainstay up there. It's, you know, it, a lot what's hap- what happened with Chris with his passing and he, and he, he's been ill for some time. It's almost like, um, the same thing when we, you know, when we lost Gary Brown a couple of weeks ago, Gary was one of the few guys who you could, you could, uh, go, go to and count on both professionally and as a as a newspaper reader Gary was like the connection to to the past and there's there's no one on that staff anymore who can who you can count on to be able to tell those stories Chris was kind of the same way up in Hampshire um, and Franklin County he'd been around a long time 
everybody knew him. You know, he could lend perspective to stories that other people can't. And uh, just, yeah, a tremendous loss for him. You know, best to his family, best to the uh, the members of our company who work up that way. And uh, you know, best to uh, best to his wife. He was he was uh, one of the all time greats. Well, uh, as I said last night on uh, social media, I said he was the like the connection for us to Franklin County. Like we wouldn't know a lot of those stories yeah, he's coming right. out of there. He sent a lot of stuff uh, to us over, uh, over the years. So. And uh, you know, it, the funny thing is, I worked at this company with him for what you know. He's been here as long as me, probably longer. Yep. And uh, and I've never met him. I never had the chance right. to actually meet him. We were just you know. He was the he would aggregate the news and we, we'd uh, talk back and forth on email, but that was about it. But uh, uh, we, we do uh, send our heartfelt condolences to his family. All right, very yeah. good. There yeah. you have it, Scott. We will. Uh, I'm uh, well. I'm on vacation next week, so uh, we'll take a week off. Oh, no kidding. Okay, well, good, very good, Bax. Well, um, you guys enjoy, um, and uh, you know we're gonna take a little time and, and regroup. <laughs> I'll, you know, we'll all look forward to more analysis from Steven in the coming months. You right, got sounds it, buddy, because you're not doing it. I'll tell you that. Hey, don't don't hang up. i got to talk to you for a second. But uh, Scott Cohen yeah. with uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny today with a high of 21, so it's going to be chilly. But then tomorrow, sunny and a high of 30. It's uh, 16 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, you got uh, something coming up uh, after after eight o'clock? Um, I I guess so. Oh, you're gonna talk about that now? Oh no no! no. I was just mentioning it was a, like, oh. it was like it's not enough story to to make a, an entire long oh, I misunderstood out of it. I misunderstood you. Uh, my my microwave uh crapped the bed last week. It didn't even crap the bed. You know what started happening? The stuff on the inside of the microwave started to crack. What? Like, like, yeah, like uh. I think. What are your children putting in there? Well, because you know that's that's my first well, thought. There, what's, what's being put in put well, into that microwave that's destroying it? There had been an incident or two, perhaps, uh, with the microwave. Okay. Uh, but then I'm like, once I started like looking at that and going, mm, I don't know if I want pieces of metal in my food as I'm eating. Oh yeah, because you know, yeah. it's that coating stuff on the inside of the microwave. So I immediately like got rid of the thing, and then I ordered another microwave yeah uh and i'm like one of those people that don't really like i should do more research on things before i get it not to say that this product is bad but it's not as big as i had with the old microwave i went and ordered one on amazon right well it's an amazon microwave it's their own product it's their own product and they give you an echo dot with it so you pair it with this thing, and uh -huh. actually you can pair it with any you know any uh, Amazon thing in your house. So you you could theoretically microwave yeah. uh, like uh, lunch from yeah. your phone. So then you say that godforsaken woman's name, and then you say microwave popcorn for two minutes on high, and then boom, the thing goes on. It's crazy. It's kind of awesome. It is kind of awesome, but it's also like. You know, the microwave is smaller uh, square space than I had with the other one. Yeah. I, You know what I miss? I miss my old house with the one that hung. It was a big one, and it hung like a, like an oven. Like over the stove? Yeah, and you could put like a like a, like a whole lasagna tray in there yeah. if you wanted to. Right, but this is like one of those countertop ones? This is one of those countertop yeah, ones, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, I usually, I don't, 
I usually I only do that once in a while for the heat and stuff up with sure. the thing. But it's almost like uh, it, it just we're like we're living in those future movies that we watched when we were younger, like where everything is voice activated, like the I, Jetsons. Yeah, I mean, if you think if you take a, you know just stop and take a look around at all the things that we have, mm-hmm. we have like you know we don't have flying cars, which I don't think we'll ever have, but. Uh, no, but I would like uh, I would like to see us all travel in uh, tubes. Yeah, you know, like when George is in his uh, his office chair, yeah. and he travels from like one floor to the next in a tube. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think like that would a, be kind of cool. Like a tube, yeah, uh, like a like a bank tube. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, we live in a ranch, so like the tube wouldn't do very much. But if like yeah. in this building, if we could go from upstairs to downstairs in a tube in an yeah. office chair, I would love that. When I was a kid, there was a guy in in, uh, in the neighborhood. In the rich neighborhood, right? Uh, we drive by his house. He had one of those for his mailbox, the tube. Come on, really? Yeah, and this was like in the eighties. So you think about, you know, that was like new technology. Probably, well, how how old was that tube technology? Were they doing well, that the, in the seventies? Uh, yeah, yeah. They, I think the, uh, the there were some banks that had the tube back uh, way back when okay so it was still early on i would say you know within the birth of these things right i don't know yeah you know, i don't know my history i'm just spouting things out of my mouth but um just uh that was kind of cool we were like man can you imagine that you don't have to walk down your driveway to get the mail the mail comes to you and he had this thing inside of his house there was people that we knew that had gone in there and uh said that this thing is a fully functioning. That would be fantastic yeah. to have that kind of technology. Yeah, yeah. I got the pneumatic tube networks gained acceptance in the late 19th and earliest 20th centuries. Ooh. The more you know. The more you know. That was yeah. probably originally put in office buildings and things like that. Well, uh yeah, for like uh, mail service. Yeah. You know, but I would love I mean that talk about, you know, if there was like one that was strong enough to lift a human body. To do what they did in the Jetsons. How yeah. boss would that be? I know. That would be awesome. Oh, so, geez. We got to figure that out. Because uh, I'm gotta, i going to get to the point next few years, climbing up these stairs is going to be more and more difficult. I mean, unless I call a doctor and get something done with these knees. But uh, it's going to be more difficult. I think a pneumatic tube system in this building. To lift you up? Would be something that should be yeah. a capital expense. Dude. You, me, anybody else in this building? Dude, Dan, still- William- Dan Williams is going to want to walk up those stairs. Uh, capital expenses. I'm still waiting for one of those pads that you can put this chair on so I can move around a little bit more easier while I'm sitting here. Yeah, Steve, yeah. fine. I'm talking about something important here. Let's put it on the wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about something that'll help business. Could, could we get tools to actually do our job? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have news next to Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at 320 for What's the Word on That? Four. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Happy Valentine's Day, Bax. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to you, Steve. Will you be my Valentine? No, I won't. Good, because I think my wife would be yeah, very angry gonna, if you accepted. I was going to say, I have, a, uh, I have another uh, love interest in my life, uh, and I don't think she'd be very happy about that either. Probably not. Well, I guess we'll just have to go on. And uh, You doing anything uh, special for your uh, young lady friend? Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I got some flowers yesterday. Yeah. And the problem is we, uh, you know, we obviously both work, 
and Valentine's Day is on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got kids that she's got activities to do with. I have right. my kids to have activities to do with. And um, so I just, you know, we figured, hey, well, let's make this a Super Bowl party slash Valentine's Day. Smart. Yeah. That's so smart. And yeah, then she agreed to it. Yeah. So I got Even her. Even smarter. I got her, uh, I got her a bunch of flowers mm-hmm. and, uh, and, a, and a happy birthday balloon. Wow. Yeah. A full balloon. It was on sale. With or without helium, you that's, know that stuff is rare now. You know, as it's funny you say that because as I took it out of the uh, out of the grocery store, you took it out, huh? With I, all those kids in the house, yeah. And I did go to a grocery store, and by the way, those florists are great too. You can't uh, diminish that. The gr- grocery store florists, they actually listen, man. They do sometimes better jobs than than, than other local businesses. You know what I mean? I and told I don't, you, I'm not trying to crap on other local businesses. I'm just saying. I've had I've had great luck yeah. with the uh, with the big Y florist. Yeah, actually, I think uh, I know some people who actually had their wedding done. I'll have to ask about that, but they, they had their wedding done by they do those things. I didn't know they a big they, Y. Really? No, it was a stop and shop. Oh, even yeah, still, yeah, even still. I, I don't know. Maybe Big Y does, but I know that they uh, they put all the flowers together. But uh, yeah, so she got some flowers and she got some buffalo chicken dip. How could you not want to be with me? Man, you are one yeah. serious yeah. makeout master. Listen, honey, I got you these lovely flowers, a happy birthday balloon. Uh, oh, and some chocolate. I threw some chocolates in there too. Yeah, honey, yeah. you don't mind the hot breath. And the chicken stuck yeah. between my teeth, do you? Would you like a veggie tray? Yeah, while we're uh-huh. while we're making out, just ignore all the hot sauce yeah. that's on the sides of my mouth. You like those baby carrots? It's just a preview of what's going on <laughs> later. You're impressed by that. Yeah. You're not going to believe what I got <laughs> for you later on. But we had a very uh, very nice little little gathering. That's nice. So that was fun. Uh, what what about you? Are you we're uh, we're going out to dinner tonight. Yeah, and our anniversary is uh, you know two days. It's yeah. Wednesday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to see if we can go out a second time. Uh, you know, <laughs> if we can. But uh, yeah, we're going to uh, one of our special hangouts. Are you uh, are you gonna use the uh, the change? Uh, did you roll the change I gave you as a wedding present? That has already been uh, that spent. Has all... You spent that already? No, Steve. Oh. That was deposited into a bank. We are in the midst of a national change shortage, and you took the change and put it into the bank? Where the bank will distribute the change appropriately. What else are you supposed to do with it? I don't think you know what you're doing. Yeah, we went to the Coinstar and dumped it all in there and got... The uh, the money in cash. Can you can you tell me where you're going for your dinner after you after you do it? Yeah, I don't really want to uh, forecast where we're going so early, but yeah. yeah, maybe tomorrow I'll tell you where we went and maybe what I ordered. Okay, and if we got the dessert. What? Oh, you're you're actually going out like tonight. Tonight, you made a you found a reservation. Yes. Very hard to find one of those. Well, if you if you work fast enough and early yeah. enough, you can get a reservation anywhere. Oh, you mean preparing yes i know no thanks yeah say i've i i made the reservation early anybody can make the reservation it's holding the reservation steve i know the difference between a reservation well i don't think you do (laughs) because otherwise i would have a table for dinner tonight Uh, moving on to news. Three suspects were indicted Friday on first-degree murder in connection with the shooting death of Kamari Lyles of Springfield. According to Hamden DA office, uh, office spokesperson Jim Lydon, 
20-year-old Bria Lee Garcia of Springfield, 23-year-old Yoel Rodriguez of Springfield, and 28-year-old Christopher Hernandez of Chicopee have been indicted on first-degree murder in the shooting death of 20-year-old Kamari Lyles of Springfield. On May 1st of 2021, Springfield police were called to Leach Street for a spot shot, or act, or shot spotter activation and located two adult men with gunshot wounds. Both were taken to May State Medical Center where one survived, but Lyles did not. Bria Lee Garcia and Yoel Rodriguez were arrested on October 8th after a search of the home on West Street. Officers located 10 firearms, 27 high-capacity magazines, including a 50-round drum magazine and several 30-round magazines, as well as hundreds of rounds of ammunition. Christopher Hernandez was arrested inside of an apartment on High Street on January 22nd, and they are all being held without the right to bail and are awaiting uh, arraignment. Um, Am I crazy or is that a lot of magazines? It's a lot of magazines. What do you get to L? Uh, uh, yeah, Cat Fancy. Uh, Us Magazine. Uh, Newsweek. Uh, Red Book. Who's reading Red Book anyway? <laughs> I don't have any idea. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why 22 does this. The headline is um, Fatal Crash in Beekman Town Leaves Two Dead. And I'm like, where the hell is Beekman Town? And I'm thinking this is like another one of these towns in Massachusetts that I don't like know about. Beekman? Yeah, Beekman. No, it's Beekman, New York. Okay. It's like near Plattsburgh. And I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a fatal crash. It's probably news in that area. But Why is the news here? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Have we? Uh, is there a local thread that runs uh, in this story? Well, uh, maybe uh, you know, maybe Don, uh, what's his name, Don Shipman, Shipman or and Mike Mascadrelli, probably having a big Super Bowl party over the weekend. Maybe and it's like you know what, uh, we can just take news from other locations and put it on our website. Oh, like a gag. Yeah, like a big gag. Like they were saying, hey, this will be you. Want, you know what would be fun if we took the website. And replaced all those local Massachusetts stories with stories that are far, far away. Yeah, I'm sure people would love that. They'll never know. They did. Uh, they did over the twenty weekend, bucks. Steve Nagel reports on it. They were doing these uh, pizzerias, uh, like they were. They twenty two went to a pizzeria to go ask about how you're going to prepare for the Super Bowl thing. Satisfying customer demands for the ultimate comfort food on Super Bowl Sunday is a never a last minute undertaking. The day of the game requires ordering and receiving provisions well in advance of Sunday. John Capaccio, owner of John's Pizzeria in Chicopee, said how much preparation he requires uh, so as to not disappoint any of the fans who prize this pizza. He's like, man, maybe like afternoon, three o'clock, it's first come, first serve, it's easier to order. Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Uh, well, you know, you had like, you know, uh, like seven bees that they were taking orders for the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. like, you know, f to bring home for your party, like platters and stuff. But you had to do that by like Thursday. Well, that makes sense. Because you don't, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to get somebody going, Hey, uh, you know, I need uh, 300 chicken wings. Meanwhile, you got a bar full of people that you still haven't fed yet. Yeah. So you got to be prepared. For yeah. That. The worst thing you can do is at six o'clock. Half hour before the yeah. Super Bowl begins, just start, you know, calling in orders. I'm not a like, pizza is becoming one of those things that I'm getting to be not a fan of anymore, and I think it's because uh, the pizzas I'm starting to like, yeah, are different. Like they're white pizzas with the like the pesto and the chicken. Oh yeah, that's good. Like my my palate is is uh, re being refined as I age.
You know. So you're kind of going beyond like the Chuck E. Cheese cheese pizza. Yeah, there's uh, the place by my house, this uh, this Russell Inn. Mm-hmm. They make this, uh, it, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's like a, it's like a cheeseburger pizza, but, but like a Big Mac. Right. It's really, really good. You like that? Yeah. It's you see, I, it's I, got like it's not big man. It's it's like it's got like ground beef and then like mayo and tomato on it. Like after it's cooked. Yeah. Like they put it <clears> on <throat> there and it's surprisingly good because you in your head you're like, mm, I don't have mayo on my pizza, but it, it almost tastes like a warm sandwich. Like a like a why not just have a warm sandwich? Well, because that's not the way they're packaging it and selling it. Yeah, I mean, if, if I wanted a warm sandwich, maybe I'd yeah. say, hey, can I have a warm sandwich? Yeah, but 20 minutes. Apparently, Americans uh, consume 12.5 million pizzas on Super Bowl Sunday. Am I crazy? Or is that a lot of pizzas? That's a lot of pizzas. Especially if you're talking about what one guy ordering all those pizzas. Is that, but, but are they considering that like people who are making flatbreads, or are they talking about the people who are actually ordering them? I don't know, but I'm not real. Uh, I'm not really into this flatbed craze, flatbread. Oh, flatbread craze. You know, if I want a pizza, damn it, I want myself a pizza. I mean, I like flatbeds. I like a flatbed. Yeah, yeah I like that. I don't like one that's lumpy. Something to carry my stuff around on. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I can listen. I I can uh, I can enjoy a white pizza. I can enjoy a fancy pizza with crazy crap all over it. But I still, if I'm ordering a pizza, I still kind of want the traditional. Pizza, you know, I, I want there to be pepperoni. I want there to be the the gooey cheese. I that's that's I I, I don't really need much more than that. I don't know. I kind of like a little variety on mine, but never pineapple. You Hawaiian lovers are that's disgusting. Ham, okay. <sighs> you know, pineapple. It, it it doesn't taste <clears throat> as bad as you think it's gonna be, but it's never gonna be something I order. I don't know, man. Like. I, anytime you add fruit to something mm-hmm. that normally wouldn't have fruit, like sushi, for example, sushi is a great example of that. Right. I uh, I think it was that Blue Water place over in uh, Ludlow I went to before. Look at me yes. name dropping all these businesses. This hey, that's all right. Uh, Blue Water over in Ludlow, they excellent sushi over there. And but then they had this one. It was like it had like mango topping. This is going back a few years. Oh, ago. like a sauce. It was like a mango, you know, but it was actual mango, like, cut up on top of it. Yeah. And uh, I was told, oh, yeah, you really got to get that. That's that's delicious. You got to like mango. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I don't need like that. Mango, I don't like mango. I don't need that on my sushi. There's something about fruit and raw fish that don't belong together. Uh, yeah. See, I like, I kind of like uh, my sushi more traditional than that. I don't like to, to go too crazy, but you know, sometimes just you know, traditional is all I really need. Yeah. All, it's all I need. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a picky eater by any means. I'll eat nearly anything, but, uh, and have. Yeah. Multiple times. But, uh, yeah, I don't, if I'm going to order something, I'm going to order something not just to, not just to, because, you know, I like no. the, the pineapple pizza is never going to be called in from my phone. No, not mine either. I don't. I don't want to be targeted. Matter of fact, if somebody showed up to my house with Hawaiian pizza, I'd tell them get the hell off my property. And yet, and I would do that Home Alone thing with the audio in the background. You got ten seconds to get off my pro- get your no good keister off my property. I'd be doing that outside, and then the, the pizza would fly right. in the air as they're walking away. But yet, I I actually enjoy anchovies on a pizza, but I wouldn't even I wouldn't order that either. No, probably. But when not. someone does it, yeah, and I and there's a piece and it's got anchovies, I'll eat it and yeah. I and I will like it. 
Yeah. See, but like uh, again, name dropping over here. Yep. Right? Peppa's over here in East Longmeadow. They got all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, they'll stuff dump they... french fries on it and all kinds of well, crazy they, they stuff. They brought us that breakfast pizza one time. That was pretty damn good. Yeah, that was, that was a like long sausage. time ago. It really wasn't that long. It was only last year. But uh, Nudge, so. nudge, Steve. I'm I, saying it was I'm a just long saying, time. It's, we're but, we're uh, overdue. They have like a mac and cheese pizza. Oh, damn. Oh, that's God. like so good. And then the french fry one. This yeah, one with I french know. fries on it. It's like, yes, taking all the unhealthy, fatty foods and putting it on one piece of bread. I love it. You know, I, I, I have to recoil every time someone says, oh, that's too much starch, too much carbs. No, yeah, it's not. Until you've tried it, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's oh, it's a heart attack on a box. No, no, it's not. That's tomorrow's problem. This is the pizza I'm ordering right now. Yeah, and uh, this dude writing in, oh, bacon pineapple pizza is to die for. All right, you know what? You just... Shut no, up. No. Stop it. Bacon pizza to you. die for. Bacon tastes terrific bacon on a pizza. Pineapple? I, I used to order it with... Um, see, that's the thing. When I was like young and single, I could order things the way I wanted them yeah, to. Right. And now I have children and I have to like, you know, think of other people. So most <laughs> of our pizza is like cheese. Yeah. We used to do the... You know, half cheese yeah. and half stuff that tastes good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't even do that. But... Uh, <laughs> My kids are so picky. But, uh, yeah, I used to get the uh, uh, bacon, fresh tomato, Mm -hmm. and fresh garlic chopped on the top of it. Oh, that sounds good. And it was absolutely delicious. Yeah, there's a pizza place we used to go to many, many years ago that had, like, the bacon and roasted garlic pizza. It was so, so fantastic. Sounds good. It was good. Uh, And speaking of food, the New York Post just did a big write-up about the hottest new delicacy at restaurants. It is? Yeah. I will tell you that coming up after the break. Oh, Look at this. Time to Entertainment wait. tonight. <laughs> That's all coming up after the break. But right now, your Fogbuster forecast, which is brought to you uh, by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 21. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of uh, 30. It is 16 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Attention New England. It's the President's Month used car event at Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 755 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. Sunny and cold today with a high of only 21. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 30. It is 16 right now in uh, in downtown Springfield. You know, we, uh, we were just talking about food. Yeah. Uh, would you give this a whirl? You ready? All right, I'm the, ready. Uh, the New York Post just did a big write-up on the uh, on how the hottest new delicacy at restaurants is squirrel meat. <sighs> at least at restaurants in the United Kingdom right now. All right, can the Rus- can the can the uh, can the British just leave some of their most awful things to themselves? Hmm, I don't know. Uh, what's wrong with squirrel meat? Plenty of hunters well, I, eat squirrel meat. Yeah, I understand. I've never really had squirrel. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say no to squirrel, uh, uh, but it's like I've never heard anyone say, oh, where do you try the squirrel meat? It's right on the menu. Next, next, It's one of the appetizers. And then you held up a forkful and go, this is nuts. You know, I get oh, it. yeah, you know, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 a little play on words. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, so plenty of uh, hunters eat squirrel meat, but it's not something you usually see on restaurant menus. People in the U- U.K. are seeing it more and more, and they're not even eating their own squirrels. They're eating ours. The North American gray squirrel is considered an invasive species over there, so killing and eating them is encouraged. It doesn't uh, sound like you'll see squirrel meat at Applebee's anytime soon. 
although I believe well, sure, that's what they've been serving using. for years. Yeah, right. yeah. But some fine dining restaurants <laughs> might get in on the trend. It's perfectly legal to kill and eat squirrels in most parts of the country. Even in New York City, uh, they have a, a squirrel hunting season that runs from November through the end of this month. I didn't know they had a squirrel hunting season in New York City. I had no idea. I mean, like uh, with like with a gun or I bow would hunting. I imagine it would probably be traps or something like that. I don't know. Shooting guns in New York City. I don't think you want anybody with a crossbow shooting at varmints. Yeah, yeah well, I don't, in the big city, a crossbow might be a little uh, over the top. I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe just for the sport of it all. I've had squirrel meat before. And? Uh, my, I told you, my brother used to do these game dinners with his buddies. They'd go hunting all winter long, and then they'd have this big <clears throat> giant potluck where everybody would sit around and drink cheap beer like Keystones. Ooh. And then... Uh, that's, and then That's would, a sophisticated, yeah. sophisticated lager. Uh, dude, you put like 80 guys in the same bar room with uh, all kinds of... Donated meat and cheap beer. Yeah, it's like a it's like a gas chamber. In I was there. gonna say it's, the flatulence uh, is the, disgusting. The distended colons must uh, uh, must be uh, unbelievable. But uh, you got to get there early before all that happens, and then the squirrel meat is delicious. Is it really good? Well, it, I I think any I don't think any meat, but most meats from animals are probably okay if they're cooked properly. You know, this sure. the one I had was like a, it was like a stewed squirrel meat thing, so you really couldn't tell what you were eating be- unless somebody told you what it was, which right. we all knew it was squirrel then, but I wouldn't have been able to tell the difference between maybe like a piece of pork like a like a like a really overcooked piece of pork or something like that. You know, you can't tell the difference in meat. Yeah, I, I, su- I suppose. But if I saw it on the menu, I'd probably not get it. I'd look for something else. Yeah, I know, but that's a cultural thing. Yeah, that, right. It's, it's because we're not used to that kind of thing. It's we- like haggis. I mean, I, I mean, I realize it's like the national dish of Scotland, but yeah, the idea of eating it just it doesn't uh, it doesn't uh, move me. I would like to try that once. I would try it, but I would never just say. Yeah. That's like if we're all gonna split the haggis, I might have a bite of haggis. What about what is that? Liver or heart? It's it's it? a bunch of organ meat uh, stuffed into, I believe, the uh, stomach lining of a sheep. Oh, that sounds dainty. No, it's yeah. not. It's not delicious. Dainty, no. Yeah. It's seven fifty nine. Rock one hundred two. Is it snowing in Southwick? Are there power outages in Palmer? Rock one hundred two. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 in Kansas on Rock 102. Going to be sunny and cold today with a high of only 21. I just stepped outside before. It's getting like that uh, nipply out there. A little cold? Nipply. Nipply. Mm-hmm. What are your nipples doing out on the uh, outside? Well, no, it's like uh, I think some people say nippy. Like like Jack Frost nipping at your nose, right? But I think it's nipply because it's the kind of weather that your uh, your nipples would get uh, hard to, you know, like frozen because it's so cold. Were you trying to harden your nipples? Well, don't you? No, I don't. Uh, you don't aggressively try. go out looking to uh, change the shape and size of my nipples. Well, I mean, they they are what they are. Well, and... they're just small brown protuberances. Oh, everyone's got them. Yeah, they do. Just embrace the nipple. 
but yeah, it, it's pretty chilly out there. 16 in uh, downtown Springfield. Do you have uh, some kind of love music? Uh, well, I mean, I, uh, I suppose I could probably find uh, oh, something. Man. I wish probably uh, I probably should have thought about that. Uh, well. Love music, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're really hitting them out of the ballpark this morning. Well, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I guess I I wasn't uh, thinking. I was preparing for other things. But uh, yeah, sure, if we could. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Anyway, fifty-six uh, percent uh, of pet owners for Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, fifty-six percent of pet owners are doing something for their cat or dog for Valentine's Day because obviously your pet would be livid if you forgot. I know sure. Wally would be right. Ninety-nine percent of people said seeing their pet ha- happy makes them happy, so that's why they really do it. Uh, here's the top ten things we're giving our uh, pets on Valentine's Day this year. Another survey. Survey set. Ready? <laughs> okay. Treats. Who doesn't love treats? I like treats. Extra tummy rubs and ear scratches. I like those too. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, how come I can't get these? Uh, a new toy. I like new toys too. Yeah. What kind of toy? Little tiny ones. You know, you sent you sent me that video. Yeah. Uh, of the dog that you said would put my dog to shame. Yes. And he does. I. He, what, do you think I'm lying to you? He's a what is he? A little terrier? He's a little tiny terrier. He's a little tiny terrier, and he's tripping all over himself. Well, he's walking around with this uh, jump rope. I would be afraid made. to rub his belly. Um, but the poor dog. He's bad. It, it's you know? it's it's hard to feel entirely bad for him i feel if anything a certain sense of envy you know what we should get these valentine's pet people hooked up with dr sadie allison uh from the sex toy place you could mold that dog's junk (laughs) to sell as a sex toy maybe but who could accommodate something like that that's my that's my whole point as soon as this thing flashed on my uh my for you page on the on the tiktoks i'm thinking i gotta share this with steve he's not gonna believe this See, there you go. There's the perfect example of the algorithm of the things that we've done on this show that po- that the phone listens to us and pops up in the For You page. Oh, there's no question about it. No question. Here. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, once you start looking at the, at, at certain videos or you, or you yeah. play them back and you say, I, I, did I see what I just thought I saw? And then uh, then all of a sudden that, that's the, that's what you get spit that gets spit out all the time. But the computer at, uh, at TikTok is like, uh, oh, oh, this guy's uh, liked uh, well-endowed dogs before. Why wouldn't he like this one? Well, I wasn't searching them out. I mean, it just it just it just happened that way. Yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying about the the thing listening to you and uh, knowing that you talked about a uh, dog, uh, you know, accessories you know, in the past, and uh, and this is why it's popping up on your page. It happens all the time. You know, you could be talking about anything. And then, like the, the like the next time you log into Amazon, it's listing all the things that were related to your last conversation. Uh, yeah, you know, like absolutely. Here you are, you and I right now are talking about a dog with a with a with a real big dink. And for all we know, if you went on your if you went on your Amazon app right now, yeah. it would probably reflect this conversation, whether you liked it or not. Right, you're absolutely right. That's the thing. It's listening. It's not right. It's, uh, it's you know what? It's a little intrusive. And I, I, you know, I mean, I realize that that's what they're trying to do. Market to me correctly, but it doesn't make me feel any better. Uh, other things we do: extra play time with the favorite toy. Cuddle up on the couch and watch a movie with them. Mm-hmm. Let them sleep in your bed. He does that anyway. I know. 
He's a lazy bastard. I get, and I get up at what three forty-five by the time I get up. You know, right? And he's laying there, and a good good dog would take his owner downstairs and show him out the door. Maybe sure. tell him, hey, by the way, you might want to salt those stairs while you're walking out there. But I'd, he doesn't. He lays there like a bum. And our then, dog. Yeah, go ahead. No, he's he like wants me to put the blanket over him. Oh, I see. Now, yeah. he, now, now. Yeah, you now, just asked yeah, for too much. That's crazy. My, our dog is, is really no different. Our dog uh, is a whiner. Yeah. You got a dog as a whiner? Your dog whine? Yeah, my dog. Oh. Uh, yes, he whines. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, I'll tell you later. This dog. Okay, he's he's for the most he's a he's a good dog, but for the most part, he's eighty pounds of stupid. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it if it's if it's a, if he's stupid or he's just got me trained, because what he'll do is he'll start whining, yeah. like and it, it, it's 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 incessant. So you get up, and he will walk to the back door. So you think, yeah. okay, he wants to go out. So you go to the door and you open it. He looks at you like. Dude, why would you think I'd want to go outside? Yeah, I know. what he wants is to be fed. So then I'll go, I'll feed him. He'll eat. Then he'll go back to the back door. And I, if I say, "I just fed you," now he wants to go to the back door. Mm-hmm. And then he'll come. He'll go out. He'll come back in. He'll sit on the couch, and he'll be looking at me, whining. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Like My there's more the to same. do. Like what? What more could I, I? All right, I'll play with you. Okay, fine, we'll play. But then, what he really wants is yeah. if there's any distance between me and him yeah. on the couch. He wants to get right up close yeah, and would. be on top of me he on wants, this couch. He wants to cuddle and watch a movie with you. What a crybaby he is! I mean, uh, Wally was watching Pam and Tommy with me the other day, and he was like, "Whoa." <laughs> he can talk to it. Yeah, it it, it talks, talks back. back. <laughs> <laughs> and then he then he starts barking at his crotch like it's gonna do something. Well, I mean, I mean, those things sometimes have a mind of their own, well, but they they're do. not they're, they're not real talkative. <laughs> Maybe I'll give him uh, crystal meth and he or uh, wow, or, uh, what, what were those? Was ecstasy? It was yeah. Ecstasy that's it. That's thinking. it. Uh, let them uh, sleep in your bed. Uh, take them on a long romantic walk, please. What? Come on. Uh, the good thing about my dog is he's got very little stamina. So if you take him for a walk, after like ten minutes, he's yeah. pretty much done. Then you're taking him for a drag back to the house. Now, my he Wally is a very uh, active dog. Like if you go outside, or if anybody even comes over into the yard. Mm-hmm. All he wants to do is because he's like, oh, somebody knew they can throw the ball to me. And he brings the ball over and he what? That's the thing that's annoying. It's not about the whining. It's the incessant barking when he like you're trying to have a conversation with somebody. Right. And you're trying to stay on point, but you can't because you throw the ball and the dog gets it so fast. I even had one. I even got one of them chucker things that chuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really far. Probably goes about maybe, I don't know, 60 yards or so. (laughs) It's pretty. It, it's pretty good. Yeah, but, you know he's barking at you. It's a pain in the ass. If my dog saw something that had to go like sixty yards away, yeah. he'd go like ten yards, turn around, look at me, and like, go ahead, you go the rest of the way. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going that far. Right. But he's this one. He's just incessant. We got a, a friend of ours who said, "Hey, let's let's take your dog out for like a like a hike. Let's take Lou out for a hike." Yeah. And we did that once. Yeah. We we actually thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, to go. So. 
Lou loves going to the car, crazy about going to the car. So yeah. we, we pack him in the car, and we just go to, like, Mount Marcy in uh, in Wilbraham. Real quick, probably, like, two miles at the, at, the very, at the very most. You go up the hill, you go down the hill. And we went, and uh, as we get to the peak, you know, Lou is starting to lose total interest in this hike. Yeah. Like, he's had enough. We're trying to go down the hill, and he decides now's a good time to lay down in the dirt. And not move. Yeah. See? No stamina. I mean, if if I can assess that this dog has got no stamina, what do you think that says about that dog? Because I lose interest in a hike the moment we get out of the car to go up the hill. That's 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 me. But the dog uh, was. <laughs> he lays down for like ten minutes, gets up, walks another ten feet, and says, Whew, "I gotta lay down. <laughs> I can't. I can't go any further with this." I find it hilarious that you're, like, allergic to physical activity. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a big fan of, like, doing stuff all the time, but I have to get out and get my blood flowing and, uh, you know, do a workout at least once a week. Oh, no, no I'd, uh, I'd much rather have my my blood pool. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, <laughs> oh, his feet look so good swollen with all that oh, blood yeah. in the bottom oh, down there. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, cook them their favorite meal. A pet? Listen, all I got to do is open a bag and take a scoop and dump it in the bowl. Listen, I think we need to rethink our relationship with uh, one Mr. Dave Ratner, by the way, because everything he has suggested so far about yeah. the animals in my home. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you really have high expectations? He'll be the first to tell you. Don't. Well, he's like telling me about hey, the, the guinea pig thing. Now, granted, I didn't buy it from him, so. Right. The problems that came along with that, where I had to bring it back because it had ringworm. Come on, you know, and then uh, you know, and then he's like, "You gotta get another one because they're sociable animals." Yeah, they're sociable animals, and they need a friend. And I'm like, "No, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who do you think I am?" He's you a know? guy trying to push units. And then uh, I was telling him about the, uh, you know, he had the discussion on the air about the dog not eating the food yeah. that I give him because I give him. And by the way, this dog eats well. Not only from the trash snacks that he has, <laughs> but I buy, you know, pretty decent dog food for yeah. him, and he wasn't eating it. So then Dave suggested, give him some broth. Well, guess what? Now I can't get the dog to stop eating the food. And he's being one of these chicken broth snobs now. Oh, like yeah. He walks, if you don't put the broth in the food, he'll come up to it and sniff it and then just look at you like, Really? Are you serious? <laughs> You're going to feed me this slop? I'm going to eat this? Yeah. So now it's like, uh, you know, uh, not only am I buying dog food, I'm buying uh, chicken broth. These dogs are so ungrateful. They, they really and are. Dave Ratner needs to rethink the advice that he gives to me. <laughs> Dave, Dave is going to give you the yeah. advice that he wants to give you. Well... Uh, nevertheless, uh, make sure you're taking care of your pets for Valentine's Day because they need you. It's uh, 824 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The kids are getting so big. Yeah. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 827. Uh, yes. Well, I can just give you the forecast real quick if you want. Yeah, sunny that's fine. And, sunny and cold with a high of 21. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 30. It's 16 right now in downtown Springfield. And I, I don't know if we have anything else to talk about right now. Um, I think I mean they just mentioned the uh, the sportsman's uh, show. I think the uh, the camping and outdoor RV show is coming to the Big E. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about going. I'm gonna go because I gotta tell you, you know, having the uh, having the RV up in uh, in Vermont. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that they sell for these things. Yeah, that would be fantastic. 
Like we like we have like a like an area that we would love to like you know, put ta- like a table out or you yeah. know, you know like a like a, a fire pit or you know some some cool stuff. Yeah. To, to make that RV even more awesome than it already is because uh, it's awesome. But now we want to make it even more awesome. And uh, you know what? You can win tickets with Dan Williams after ten o'clock this morning really? for the uh, Springfield RV Camping Outdoor Show, which Damn. is happening. It's happening uh, next week. This weekend. It's this weekend. It's this coming yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love going those things. We should talk about that a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I don't think we have a lot of time. Well, right now we don't have time, but you know, a little bit later we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, because uh, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, there are some yeah. people that will have like you know, like decking outside their camper. Yeah, that's really, really elaborate type of stuff. Yeah, and while I haven't been in a couple of years now because yeah. of everything going on, uh, I, I'm looking forward to going back there because every time I go, there's always, it's just. One more reason for me to get one of these things, like a, either a camper, but I still have a hard time figuring out which kind I want. You know, do I want one where I can travel with it, or do I want one stationary somewhere? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. unless you've got a place to yeah. to go with it, then yeah. you know, then they got to. In a situation like ours, we have, you know, it, it's a friend's land, and we're it's there. It's never going to leave. I uh, I usually go into the really fancy ones. Oh, you know, I the see. ones that nobody would be able to afford. Yes. Like normal people. Right. And uh, I pretend like I'm interested. In well, going, why would you want to be well, among the little uh, people? My name is Mr. Pennypacker. And, uh... <laughs> Bicyclist, industrialist, <laughs> all philanthropist. Yeah. We have news next to Rock 102. This week, it's a Thunderbird Thursday. Tune in around 745. Uh, Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Thousands of florists all over America will have delivered millions of roses for Valentine's Day today. Opening earlier than usual yesterday morning, DeRocher's florist in West Springfield knew they'd be busy right away. They even interviewed Stanley Zvek of West Springfield. He was among uh, DeRoche's first customers yesterday morning, and he knew exactly what he wanted. Roses. A dozen roses. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does Stanley Zvek want everybody to know that he just bought roses for somebody? Well, the fact that he bought roses, a dozen roses, six white. Oh, really? The full red doesn't signify your love, Well, what what does the white rose signify? I think it's peace, isn't it? So I don't peace and love. I don't. Uh, I don't really know. But well, even, usually, you want to surprise somebody with, yeah, with flowers. Now everybody already knows. So like the yeah. surprise is shot to hell. Oh, I surprised uh, somebody. I surprised. They were surprised that I got them gas station flowers. <laughs> They're still flowers. <laughs> They're just sold individually. Uh, but at a, at a real florist, the uh, Derosher florist owner Heather Sullivan expects to be busy this time of year, and experience has taught her. To expect a rush of orders on the final hours before Valentine's Day, I uh, I always wanted to own a business at just certain times of the year. Mm. Like this would be okay if I just had a flower shop that was only open two weeks a year, like kind of like a Spirit Halloween. Yeah, right. It'd be like Nagel's Flowers. Well, you know, just uh, pop up inside of a like an old uh, Caldor. Well, it's a... interesting to say this because there's actually right there you go. Uh, there's a lot of uh, pop up shops. Yeah. That are out there now, like like you know, they could be like uh, antiques or gift shops or yeah. whatever. They're only open for like a handful of weeks. They close. They move their inventory out. I don't see why, you know, you selling flowers is such a bad idea. Although I got to tell you, uh, the gas station flowers uh, where the guys like standing on the outside with the buckets like around Mother's Day. Yeah, 
That's a good racket right there. Because that's a, that's a last-minute uh, impulse buy when you realize, oh, geez, I'm going to mom's house and I didn't buy her enough stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go to a gas station and buy something out of a bucket. I just uh, I was just uh, talking with my friend over the weekend. She's got a, uh, a flower business she's starting. Uh, she's got all the stuff like ready to go. It's mm-hmm. going to be in Wilbraham. It's going to be called Maple Street Flowers. Where, uh, where's it located? It's on Maple Street. No in, kidding. In uh, Wilbraham. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting to watch like people do this, and uh, you know she's got the she's got the chops for the growing and the business sense. So right. I think I think it'll be uh, pretty successful. But it's like you're seeing everything start from the beginning. You know the seeds and you know all these things. It's like, and uh, you know the house is just like a big botanical garden now. Right. Like on the inside because you can't put that stuff outside yet. But uh, it's pretty pretty impressive. But hmm. th- that's a good business to be in. Everybody wants flowers. You got people dying all the time. There's Man. people who send flowers. The uh, people who uh, who may have uh, done a uh, lover wrong uh, want to make amends. Sure, send flowers. Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know Easter. they. A lot of these places buy these flowers. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't grow them themselves. Right. But there's actually floral supply stores. Yeah. Actually, there's a, I believe there's one like on uh, like here in Springfield on Berkshire Avenue. A floral supply? Yeah. So they kind of they they have all the flowers and all the things that you want. You just order retail as you order from them. They they're the supplier, and and there you go. So it's like the BJ's of flowers. Yeah, but it's like only open to yeah. other floors. I don't think you can go in there and say I want nine million roses. Yeah. I, I don't think you can really. One, I don't one. I don't think you could afford it, and then two, I don't think you just walk in there and buy flowers. Well, maybe be, like place like BJ's buys those to me, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, send all these flowers over for BJ's," and everybody's like, "Yes, let's go get the flowers <laughs> for BJ's." It's like, that's the reason we're buying them. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. See, we we try to have flowers in the house. <clears throat> You know, uh, like around the year. You know, we, yeah. we try. We don't always do it, but we have flowers in the house quite a lot. Yeah. We like flowers. Flowers are beautiful. You're a flower kind of people. Yeah, yeah. we like uh, we like having uh, something that is going to die in the house uh, <laughs> all the time. And then, and then, uh, so that's why you know sometimes uh. if we're going grocery shopping at a at a big Y, yeah. you know, we'll grab a, a, a bouquet of flowers or, or you know fresh acres or something. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you know, it just adds a little bit of color and temporary life to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, because you're married and there is no life left in the house. And no, something no. living in here. Listen, Even the dog doesn't want to participate. Listen, knock on wood. She's, she's still not yet sick of my crap. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to insult you here for a second. <clears throat> okay. How old are you? 55. At the age of 55 and your health issues, I can't imagine there's too much wood to be knocking on around the Baxendale home. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Once you've had backs, you never go back. Oh, right, because nothing. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Ahead. I don't want to be. I'm not the. Slap on your no, hurtful barbs. No, I just. Uh, and it was, again, nothing against Mrs. Baxendale. I'm clearly just making fun of you. Yeah, well, yeah. say what you want, Steve. I may not look yeah. like much, but I, I, I bring oh, you, it to the table. Oh, that's that's what I do. I bring right. it to the table. Yeah, you're, you're. What do you bring to the table? Your medical records. Well, and your, there's uh, that. Medications. There's, yeah, and the, there's a that, little, that little pill thing that tells you morning, noon, and eve. Well, I I don't take them at noon, but certainly morning and at night <laughs> right. I take them. 
regularly. But uh, yeah, don't you worry. Everything is good around the workbench. All right. We got you covered. <laughs> the city of Chicopee is purchasing a high-tech underwater drone to assist in search and rescue operations on the Connecticut and Chicopee rivers. Hells yeah. That's cool. Uh, using a $27,950 grant from the Massachusetts Department of Emergency Management, the city will purchase the drone and a trailer uh, that will be used to house and transport a utility terrain vehicle uh, that the city already owns and is garaged at Fire Station 3, just in case you wanted to you know, take a look at that baby. Yeah, don't go to stop Fire Station 4 and yeah. make demands. Said uh, Glenn Joslin, the director of Chicopee's Emergency Management Department. Uh, with the tragedies over the last few years around ice and water, we feel this would be money well spent, and certainly getting a grant to pay for that will help tremendously. Uh, he remembered the uh, the three boys who have died in the past three years after falling through the ice on the rivers and offered his sympathies to the families. The first uh, accident took place on December 28th of 2019, when uh, Manal Hussein, a t- uh, 10 years old, a fifth grader at Sergeant Robert Litwin School, and his cousin Salman Jeffrey, 11 of Rhode Island, went out to play and fell through the ice on the river. A year later, uh, Aiden, <clears throat> Aiden Blanchard, uh, 11, uh, a sixth grader, went outside for a walk on February 5th and uh, fell through the ice on the Connecticut River. So these things are really, really helpful, and they're really, you know, because there's a lot of people who, like, automatically criticize going, really, do we need these you know, high-tech stuff? Yeah, yeah, you, you do. do because, you do. And you're going to want it when something happens to you or something happens to somebody you know that you'd want them to get out there and get that get the, the help right away. Now, I remember years ago, uh, this, I think with the Springfield police were looking for like a it was like a rescue sled. Yeah. And they were trying to uh, they were trying to afford this. And, and uh, you know, we helped you know raise a little bit of money for it. But they wound up using it quite a lot because, you know, people trapped on the ice and you know can't get out this thing you know saved lives and you know you know, a water drone may seem like oh you know what what's the deal with that expense you know what if these things save lives or prevent you know tragedies or whatever it's totally worth it, it totally it is, worth it, it is uh, a man who police believe exposed himself multiple tom- times over the past month in the H&M fitting room at the Dartmouth Mall is facing charges after his arrest last week. All right, I have not been to the Dartmouth Mall in years. Yeah. Was that wrong? Ha- ha- should I not have done that? Yeah, it, it's not. Listen, it, not only have I not been to the Dartmouth Mall, the H&M was even open back then. <laughs> I exposed myself in a Caldors. Uh, police arrested 35-year-old Jeremiah Morin, moron, mor, moron, moron, yeah, in the mall last Wednesday after staff members at the clothing store said he had revealed his genitals to them in the changing area. Moran is believed to be uh, the previously unidentified man involved in multiple similar incidents at the store since January. We have no place for activities uh, such as this in our community, Dartmouth Police Chief Brian Levesque said in a statement. I kind of want to go. Well, where are those places that you can get tolerated in the community? <laughs> I'm very pleased that my officers were able to locate it. It would be nice to have a designated area. Yeah. Oh, we don't do that here. Okay, but where do you do it? Well, the closest you're going to find around yeah, here is yeah. the Auburn Mall. I'm very pleased that my officers were able to locate and arrest him after uh, H&M staff members reported to police that Moran had uh, exposed himself last Wednesday evening. Officers found the New Bedford resident in the mall, placed him under arrest, now facing charges for open and gross lewdness. Listen, I'm just working on my master's degree in here. <laughs> 
Cream in the dill. Yeah, Getting a little it, nutter butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Searing the jumbo shrimp. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> what? I know people are like, oh, my God, there he goes again with the stupid, you know. The, <laughs> this is me. This is, I laugh at the word penis still to this day, you know. Uh, but it's not about the, it's not just about the phrase. It's the visual that you get in your mind after it kind of sinks in for a little bit. Searing the jumbo shrimp. I'd hate to see the cocktail sauce. Uh, you know, and I'm thinking, like, I had shrimp cocktail last night, and I'm thinking, <laughs> was a little veiny. <laughs> they should be cleaning the They should things. be absolutely cleaning the, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, two sisters who are both adults yes. recently got into a drunken brawl in a section of Disney World called Disney Springs, where a lot of shops and restaurants are. I was going to say, it had to have not been in the parks because they would remove you immediately. They have all these like undercover people right. working for, for, for the parks. One is 29, the other one's 31. They're both from New Jersey and were having dinner with their family. They went to an Irish pub for drinks and had a little bit too many. They were trying to get home around midnight, but their phone died. So a security guard, a security guard called them an Uber, but the Uber driver refused to take them because they were drunk. Then the two sisters turned on each other for some reason. The older one called the younger one a bad mom and slapped her. Then they started throwing punches, and at some point, the younger sister puked on the ground. Mm. This is going to affect their Uber rating. Yeah, I almost kind of like picture this as like uh, when Phil Leotardo got uh, run over by the by the tire of the of his own SUV in right. the Sopranos, and then the, like the instant <laughs> the guy just puking on the side of the, on the side of the road. Uh, security tried to separate them, but they got free. Charged at each other, slipped in the puke, and fell into some bushes. This all happened outside the Cirque du Soleil tent, by the way. Ooh, it's a very good show. <laughs> the uh, younger sister then took her dress off, we're guessing because it was covered in puke. Uh, so all she had on her were underwear and sandals, no bra, and they continued to fight. Yeah, I'm all about cat fights and stuff, but not in the the puke thing, really. Yeah, just, I, I, it, you got to draw a line somewhere. Uh, they got arrested for battery and domestic violence, but the DA decided not to pursue the case, so the charges were dropped. How about that? Disney Springs. Yeah, I was just uh, just curious to see what my... Uh, I've not used Uber during the entire pandemic. Oh, yeah. Um, my Uber rating is a 4.92. Mm-hmm. Who did I piss off to not have a perfect five? Um, I don't know, but I was told that no one has a perfect Uber score. No one. It's like uh, it's like a credit score thing. Like you know how nobody ever gets like what is it? Eight fifty is the highest. Yeah. There's like nobody out there that has eight fifty. It's usually over eight hundred for perfect credit. If I know, but I mean, you know, I, I've uh, you know, I've always been uh, a good tipper. I've yeah. always uh, kept to myself. And yet, why don't I have a little bit better than a four point nine two? But think about it: if it's if it's if it's an app driven by people's own admission to what's going on, like you're they're rating you. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you might have said something, or you might have, they might just not have liked you. Maybe you maybe you got into one that you might have had a few too many drinks, and they smelled booze on you, and they're like, well, oh, I'll talk I mean, to this guy. I mean, that's the point of getting the Uber, so you can get the safe ride home. Well, isn't, isn't that the, you're right, yeah. isn't that the whole point, is to get plowed and then to call Uber? And, uh, you know, and the Uber has Save your right. life? Yeah. I mean, but if you're too drunk, like these two uh, bah, gals please. were, then uh, you're not going to get a ride. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I think I'm being targeted. I don't even know what my Uber rating is. Is it better than a 4.92? Well, let's find out. Let's see. All right. All We're right. doing Uber rating comparings. It's not like we got anything else to talk about. Well, I mean, we do, but I mean, it's like I'm just, <laughs> I'm looking at this thing. I'm going, hey, wait a minute. What gives? Uh, let's what Uber, gives? Uber. Uber. There we go. Uber. I also have Uber Eats that I've never used. That I've never before. used that either. I downloaded it. And now, how do you find the star rating? You All go right, into so your profile? I go to the profile picture. Yeah. Click I, on that. Yeah. Mine is a 4.92 as well. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe maybe that's, that's probably like as the, good as you can get. Well, it's the threshold to make. You know what it is? It's probably a psychological thing. You know? Well, psychological say, on, my, on our part? No, it's for the company. It's for Uber to say, hey, look, if we just keep the highest rating at 4.92, yes. then people will wonder, what is it about me that I'm, who did this to me? You're just going to behave better the next time you ride in an Uber. Well, I, I mean, I always try to be incentive. a courteous, uh, a courteous uh, passenger. I always try to be. Well, I mean, there was a couple of times I told the guy to go piss off, but no, that was different. But do you see where I'm going with this? The marketing strategy. Yeah, of Uber. Listen, if we can make them behave, because they're already good riders, but we're not going to give them any more than a 4.92 to F with them and make them wonder why we didn't give them a perfect five. Because you're right. I've been given, uh, I've given many good tips to yeah. Uber drivers. I don't, I, again, maybe you might be onto something, but I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just wondering, well, then what's. What does it take to be considered to be a bad passenger? You know, when I went to uh, to Vegas by myself, yes, all on my own, yes, and uh, I think I told you this uh, about the I I had met up with some friends uh, at, at a bar, uh, people who live out there that I know, yeah, and then they had to go because they had to go to work the next day, but I had already taken like I don't know thirty milligrams worth of edibles. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and I'm just walking down uh, whatever that street is, the the uh, Fremont Street, Fremont the, Street, you know, the old yeah. one. And uh, I'm walking down the street. And I'm getting like it, they left me, and 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 she says to me, she says, "Hey, do not take a regular cab. All the cabs are here because they want you to use the city cab first before you take an Uber. You have to walk down two blocks and get the Uber or behind a hotel or something, right?" Okay. So I uh, I said, okay. So then I'm, as I'm walking, I'm getting really tired, and I'm getting really hungry. And it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And what do I see but, like, uh, a well in the middle of a desert? A biggest white castle I have ever seen in my life. Sure it wasn't a mirage? No, it was not a mirage. Is that okay. the word I was looking for? Yeah, maybe yes, a mirage. Uh, no, the mirage was down the street. Yeah, right. Uh, no, this was uh, this. I'm looking, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I gotta get me some of those before I get in a cab and go back to the hotel. So here I am, like stoned off my ass, in the yeah, of Vegas. I'm standing in line at the White Castle. 
I get like a like a six pack or eight pack of burgers. Sure. And then I bring them outside, and uh, my uh, my stone ass doesn't feel like walking the two blocks to get the Uber, so I stupidly went in the regular cab. And now the ride from the hotel for Uber was ten dollars to where I went. Yes. As we're driving along, and I'm shoving this White Castle goodness into my mouth, I right. just see the meter going up and up and up, uh-huh. and it's get now it's like over twenty dollars, and we're not even halfway to my hotel. Right? <laughs> but I don't care at this point. Yeah. I'm sitting there in the back of this taxi cab with grease dripping oh, down yeah. my shirt and ketchup and onions and all this oh, kind of yeah. thing. I was the sexiest person I could be at that moment. <laughs> you surely paint that kind of picture. Yeah, and we get to the hotel, and the cab ride was $55. <laughs> and wow. then I gave the guy a $20 tip. Good for you. Yeah. I yeah. got reasonable. Like, See you later. Think about how many White Castle sliders you could have bought for that price. Thanks for the ride on the rocket ship, mister. <laughs> really appreciate it. And that, my friends, is the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hey, Gary, do you know what time it is? No, Chris, what time is it? It's Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of uh, 21. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 30. Something wrong with my head. Oh, I... They were messed up. Yeah, okay. 16 in downtown Springfield. Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, we have friends in the media here. Sure. Uh, Hugh Zetlin. You know who Hugh Zetlin is, right? Uh, yeah, that's the band with uh, Jimmy Page and uh, Robert Plant. Nope, that's uh, Zeppelin. Uh, and not to be confused with that uh, song that the Yuletide Zeppelin that was put together by some other uh, company. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, right. Christmas here. Sure. Hugh Zetlin is at over at Western Mass News, mm. right? And we heard us talking about that Uber rating thing. Yeah. And then he sends us. Uh, he goes, yeah, we've had uh, Uber debates at work, but 5.0s do exist. And he sends me his little little profile with Hugh Zetlin 5.0. Yeah. what's Come on, please. What's he had, like one Uber ride in his entire probably, life? Probably. Yeah, probably. right. They probably gave him a five yeah. as a teaser. And his mom was probably a driver. Who's, how does he get a, how does that guy get a five-point rating? <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's he doing in that thing? You know, what's he doing uh, in those cars? Well, maybe they're a little more disciplined over at that news station than others. <sighs> maybe they won't even hire you over at Western Mass News unless you have a 5.0 rating on your Uber. You know what? In this day and age of yeah. social media and and you know vetting, I wouldn't be surprised that there are employers out there that won't hire you unless you have a 5-point yeah. Uber rating. Yeah. Don's, uh, Don Shipman is uh, only a 1.4. Well, I don't of know all the things he does in the back of an uh, Uber. Listen, what he does in the back of an Uber is his business. But if it affects his rating, then, you know, there's going to be some hells to pay. 5.0. I would like to know from Uber what it would take for me to increase my Uber score. Well, apparently, uh, ass kissing and good tipping aren't one of the requirements yeah, because uh, you've we do done that. all that. Yeah, we do that. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's time to take it up with Uber. It's nine o'clock. Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Go to rock102.com this week and sign up to win a four pack of tickets to the Old Deerfield Spring Sampler Craft Fair, March fifth and sixth at the Eastern States Exposition. You strive to stay ahead of your health, but you can't always see what's ahead. Twist.